The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Great. We're good. Christian's the best. At being the worst. Mike. My, my, my turn. Mike, my, my I turn. I love how you put the... Uh, Babe. Can we just like, whoa. <laughs> you put that in I debated... I debated whether I putting in the my, my turn or just adding Sorry, in the aftermath with right. Jan going, whoa, babe. <laughs> We're joking around. Jim's laughing. No, I was looking right at him. <laughs> mm, kind of an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> well, that's not it. Uh, you, you guys, that's the best episode of The Office of all time, I think. <laughs> Mike, my turn. Mike, my, my, I like, I like, I like the the, the his, his rinky dink plasma screen, the TV, and he just the uh, when I want more room, I can just the bloopers to that the bloopers. Scene are that's what that's what I'm thinking. Of. I think that's hmm. that's the hardest that they ever had uh, getting in through. And an then episode. John Krasinski has this like squeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I He's thought my girl. laugh was bad. <laughs> wow. Come on. Hmm? Too soon. Oh. Christian, uh, are you recording? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you recording? What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> are you recording? We got different colors. We got cats, bats, prison holes, crappy elbows, all this and more on this edition of Sequel Man, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from the pit. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I am your host, Christian Bring It All, and with me, as always, is... <coughs> Spencer, how are you doing? Why are Good? you so loud? Good. Because I am not quiet. And to my immediate right <laughs> okay. is... And with us sometimes... Is, it, I. To my immediate right... Hey, let him introduce himself, remember? I'll tell him. I'll introduce him, and I'll tell him <laughs> what to say. We have the guy with the voice, Joel. Thanks. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Yes, it's... <laughs> Joel Powie back once again joining this joining this podcast for what was that you were about to say the uh, no what? he's about to introduce a new cut from Sting's album yeah. <laughs> take it away anyway <laughs> find me on Facebook Voice of Joel and everywhere else uh, at Voice of LMB and if you email him directly he will objectify you for five dollars on his Patreon <laughs> I'm not dignifying that with a response let's move on. <laughs> Well, we're the sequel men, as you know. Yeah. And what <laughs> that's we the worst do, line in Hollywood film. What is? As you know. It is. What we do, though. Let us expositate. Well, how about you let me? Okay. How about you let me do Christian, this? Christian, what have we been working He's on? He's the one with rum, and I'm over here just running my mouth. Okay, go ahead. So, we're the sequel men, as I've said. We talk about film franchises, and right now we're rounding out the Dark Knight trilogy, and I will say this. It has been. It's been great, it's been stellar, it's been dark, and it's been night. And I just want to... It's been quite a ride. It has, Christian Bale. And uh, Thanks for having me on the show. We review them, and and, um, we're we're sometimes funny, and sometimes Mm -hmm. we're super serious. 
like I'm being right now. And sometimes we interrupt each other. Most of the time, actually. And yep. by each other, it's just mainly Christian. What are we talking about today? The Dark Knight Rises. And let me tell you guys. It's not heaven, the only thing that's right. Heaven there jo- we go. You stole my joke? Damn it, Dwight. <laughs> what I was going to say was having Joel here makes this the only... Shittiest show on you, the internet. You... Me? Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> what? You took my joke. I was going to say because Joel's here, that's not the only thing that rises. But you didn't even let me have that. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't take your intro anymore. I'm sorry. Are we doing boner jokes already? I didn't take yeah. your intro oh. of... Are we... Are we All right, so we are... The, see how that feels? So that's what that feels like. The Dark Knight Rises. And guys, unlike Star Wars, this trilogy actually does stick the landing a little bit, I think. I agree. For the, There are some weird plot holes and some weird choices, but right. uh, overall... There are. There are. And we'll get to those later but well uh, um <clears throat> what was the last time we saw this movie you first spencer when 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 did you see it first and when was the I last time you saw it besides today saw it in theaters it was an actual like legit midnight premiere not a midnight premiere that starts at 7 p.m on thursdays oh yeah it was a Those real long gone live midnight premiere i saw it with a bunch of my friends and I was blown away at the time. And after watching it today, I know, or yesterday, I, I realized why I was blown away. Because Bane just, he any expectation I had, which was low, he blew it out of the water. I thought it was a great villain. That's what Batman is built on, is his rogue gal, Larry. And I, uh, I think they... His rogue uh, gal. Uh-huh. They, uh, they really... Well, he kind of does have one in this movie. Mm-hmm, he does. Has yeah. a couple. Mm-hmm. Has a couple. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about you, Joel? Yes. Uh, yes? <laughs> well, good morning to you as yeah. well. It's one of the worst lines in Hollywood is when you say yes when somebody asks you a question. I saw. I did see this one for the first time in theater, because this was tw- uh, 2012, so that was probably my first year in college, maybe, I think. I don't know, but it was definitely 2012. Yeah. When did you join... Grand Valley. Uh, like it's a club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was initiated. In yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> when I... Was your show sm- us yeah. your balls. Show us your balls. Yeah, I did. Was that the initiation? Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. We're not talking uh, about me. As, we're as talking as, about uh, Joel. As, no. as far as the last time I saw it, before this last time I saw it, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Last time I felt like it. There. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I saw it at a midnight premiere as well. Except yeah. I went to the triple play, where they played Batman Begins Ooh. and then The Dark Knight, and then they played the new release at midnight. So that was cool because I don't think up till then I think that might have been the first time I saw Batman Begins mm-hmm. from front to back. Was at that event. Oh, I should have gone to that. That was pretty cool. I went mm-hmm. with a group of buddies of mine back in high school not high school it was 2012 duh but it was some high school friends there we go me too but me too yeah and we had seen Dark Knight together yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool I do have I guess I have one more thing oh he to wasn't say sure go he ahead oh, make oh, it quick oh I don't want to pull a Christian make okay. it <laughs> that's what we're gonna call that from now on <laughs> yeah man but <laughs> now, the last time I saw The Dark Knight Rises other than two nights ago 
when I messaged you all and gave you my thoughts just mm-hmm. right after was that event in 2012. So I have not seen this movie in eight Are years. I'm not no. shitting you. Not all the okay. way through. I saw a clip, the scene with Cat Girl or Catwoman. Cat Girl? Cat Girl? Cat, what is it? I'm knock sorry. off Batman? Cat wo- <laughs> yeah, and Batman. No, that's... I, I only saw this movie last by scenes and clips on when it was like on TV. Like the Catwoman scene at the bar with the governor who she abducts, I guess. Oh, yeah. But that's the only thing. I didn't watch it from there. But full length, first time seeing this movie at the theater in my hometown. A lot of fun. First and last time I watched that all the way through. So eight years I hadn't seen it all the way through. It's interesting to go through and watch this. Oh, eight wow. years later because... Eight years later. Ooh. How interesting. That ties... I didn't even get that until you just made that silly face of yours. And I itched my head. And he itched um, his head and Joel just scratched his face. Welcome to the descriptive audio version of Sequel Man the <laughs> Podcast. Joel is fixing his headphones and he just set his hands on his lap. And, uh, and now they're inching, they're about inching to towards... Homicide. Okay, uh... <laughs> His arm is moving up and down. Um, all I wanted to say, all I wanted, the last thing I want to say is I think... Joel, wow. knock it off. You're hitting the table. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stop, man. Okay, go ahead. All I wanted to say was that I think at this point I was starting to... I mentioned last on the last episode uh, that I still was kind of like... You know, that was 08. I was still in high school and I was trying to fit in, so I was like, I wasn't like invested into it. At this point, I think I was finally starting to come back around to like my nerddom and like fully embrace it and like be okay with like being excited about a Batman movie. So it made the experience more enjoyable. That's all I wanted to say. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember each of these movies, minus Batman Begins has had a moment where I've watched on YouTube a countless amount of times. For me, this one was uh, the fight scene, obviously. Which where one? He, where he breaks his back. Oh. Spoilers. But that, because that's something, like, I knew it was coming because in the comics. I and knew that, I was that like, too. how are they going to yeah. do it? And then when he <clears throat> set, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it that was just, uh, it was very... That's a big one. I, I like what they did with Bane here because the Bane that we've seen on screen before is just like, monkey. And this, he is what he is in the Poison comics. Poison Ivy's squeeze. Yeah, he is what he is in the comics. He is He's literally articulate your driver, yeah. And he can strategize. And he's smart. Mm-hmm. And he can fight. Mm-hmm. He's cunning. He's a reasonable yes. size. Except that gets Tom thrown out Hardy. the window. Once he's revealed at the end, but Tom we'll get Hardy. to that. Tom Hardy, God bless him, because he's the one... Nobody else could have played this role, <clears throat> I'll just say off the top. Because if you look at Tom Hardy's other roles, his face is always covered. He, It's always... Look at... Uh, what? Look at look at Dunkirk. He's a pilot. His face is covered. He has to act with his eyes, with expressive eyes. Look at Mad Max. His face is covered for a portion. No, it's not. Yes, it is. When he has that claw thing, he has a thing with yes. his well, face is, is always covered at some point in the movie. Not throughout the whole film. Did I say that? No, you. I didn't. said through so at ahead. some point. I understand your point, yeah. Christian. And there's other, there's other. <laughs> Spencer, thank you. There's Next. other movies I can't think of, but he's like, how dare you think there's, I'm that guy? It, he just, his eyes do the. He has to because he can't see his mouth. I've only seen him in really Mad Max. Uh, this film, haven't seen Venom yet. And even in that film, his face is covered up from the venom, the symbiote. You guys get that? 
I was trying to make a valid point. I know. And here you, you are make- taking a dump on it. I'll walk off. <laughs> oh, no, Joel. please don't. No, I'll Joel. <laughs> We've sat here waiting long enough for this. Uh, well, we uh, don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I was just technical difficulties. That's we had some technical difficulties. Technical foul. <sighs> Adam told you. Whitey. Hey, speak. He. The, Adam Sandler has a new movie coming out called uh, Hubie Halloween. Have you seen that trailer? No. Spoiler, he does the stupid voice that he does in all of his movies, but it's a variation of it. It's a little different. Oh, you Still mean not this great. Way? You did like a beat Yes, but a little different. I, it's a song for me, a song like for you. One. Let's sing a song in my does, little brown shoe. Does he think that that's an acting choice that needs to be made? He's coming off Uncut Gems, and now he's doing another with all of his mm-hmm. buddies. Kevin James is in it. Steve Buscemi's in it. <clears throat> I don't know. A hologram of Chris Farley's per- in it. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> Surprised they haven't done that yet. With all that like deep fakes and stuff, just bring him back. Have somebody do an impression of him. Bring him back. Why don't you put me in the movie? Not your best. <laughs> that was a shitty <laughs> Chris Christian Farley. Mail. Overall, though, Dark Knight Rises, re- reeling it back. Did you? So you, Christian, you think it stuck the landing, Joel? For the most part, I think it stuck the landing. There are a few, like you said. <laughs> I guess I have no identity. It's fine. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I can't. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the look you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were on video for this. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, what I thought. Uh, no, I did think. I also am in the camp of, yes, it stuck the landing to this trilogy. But it, I we can go into more into depth with this later. But I'm still, all these years later, super bitter about them not continuing these films. The this is the trilogy. This is the series. This is the Batman universe that I wanted to happen. If they're going to have a universe like a cinematic universe of Batman, this was the right direction out of all the ones that had come before, at least. So that's, I would say yes, but also he never intended it to be a universe. Like these are all standalones. <clears throat> and that's yeah. a bitch of it. Yeah. That's yep. a bitch of it. Like but. I think these three, in their own, I, I wouldn't want to see them in a bigger universe because I, I think that okay. would be cheap. Well. I think right. that would be cheap. Well, we'll say, I fine. I've, I would like to see Robert uh, Battinson's <laughs> one in a bigger. I don't even know if I want to see that one in a bigger universe because they're good enough out. to just yeah. to just be their own. Like I don't know if I want to see him with Superman. There's it potential in the Flashpoint plot. There is, <clears throat> but we'll see. It just seems like Batman, but, like this Batman, wouldn't fit in the DCEU, and it seems like Robert Pattinson's Batman isn't going to fit in the DCEU. Ben uh, Affleck doesn't even fit in it the does DCU. fit in the, oh, because it was designed specifically uh-huh. for it. No, not here we go. I'm done. He just oh, it was it was designed specifically <laughs> for uh, it. listeners. If you're counting on me being around for the Justice League or Batman vs Superman episodes uh, are inevitably coming, uh, I won't be. <laughs> okay, right. but the those <laughs> these are grounded and Batson seems grounded, so they wouldn't fit in this galactic. 
No. <laughs> then how do they do it in the animated world? I don't know. We're not talking. Joel, about you're those. an expert on. Okay, that. I see your point where, with. You're talking about the Dark Knight, the trilogy. I see your point with. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> this is great. Uh, the fact that they make they made a concerted effort for the Nolan films to stay grounded in reality and real world. You know, it, to to go as far as to even you know he he considered instead of Bane being the enemy, I'm sorry, the villain, it was going to be Killer Croc. But then he's like, wait, no, that's too far out there because we're doing this grounded thing. Mm-hmm. Good so, choice. So like, I get it. You know, the Affleck, those films work better with the comic booky, bringing in the <clears throat> inner dimensional whatever intergalactic enemies into it, and you can get more outlandish and whatever because they didn't make that decision to stay grounded you know mm-hmm. i get it mm-hmm. do i like it mm. do i think I it's executed it. properly uh. that's a discussion for another time but i'm not going to be here for that anyway i gotta agree with joel in that i would after watching it well joel i think just <laughs> <laughs> you got me you got me there all right go but ahead no i i agree with you on continuing this series mm-hmm. of films because I would have liked to see Blake yep. become a uh, certain somebody. There was rumors that he I was know, cast. I know, I know. Oh, it's confirmed. He's casting Robin. I never I said think that. They're setting it up later. I think, here's the thing. Here's the rub. They could do it several years later or even now if they wanted to and have a Batman Beyond sort of yeah. scenario with old Bruce coming back to Gotham. In training, Blake. Would Bale be up for that, though? I think he would be. He I wouldn't be know. in the suit. He'd be the guy in the chair. He's going to be too busy in Marvel. What's he doing with Marvel? You don't know? I don't know. He's cast as a villain in Thor, Love and Thunder. Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder don't if he's Bullet Ray Bill. That'd be Beta Ray Bill, and he's a friend Damn of Thor's. He's not the villain. Damn but, it, uh, Dwight. <laughs> And that's Bull, a CGI Bullet Ray Bill? Likely. That sounds like Bull- a Western. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Bullet Bob Blake. I, I immediately got <laughs> an image of like some intergalactic cowboy when you said that, so I don't know. No, it's Whatever. funny. Do you know who Beta Ray Bill is? I'm sorry. I'm not familiar enough with... Look at this. You're going to think his name does not... Look at this. So Beta Ray Bill... It's a what slad. You... No, it's just... What do you picture okay, Beta Ray Bill? Here, let's play again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm picturing Beta Ray Bill. That sounds really like pulpy, like campy comic booky so i picture somebody who shoots rays out of his butt or something. what does he look like what kind of person what kind of you're in for a treat what what is he to you what is he what do you think he looks like uh i think he has a an aura surrounding <clears throat> him blue uh that's beta ray bill very interesting name for what he actually looks like uh, he cameos in wow, Ragnarok. He's like a, yeah, he's like a, a statue. Thor. Yeah, so it's not a cameo. It's just he's hinted at. But he's Batman. A, he's Batman. a horse. Oh yes. Sorry. Oh. Should we should we get into it? Just Act One and just go and <clears throat> and just go and just spitball and just I, go. Yeah, I go? think let's get into it. Okay. Hurry up! I have to piss. Go. Okay. Well, these act <laughs> breakdowns are a little longer than the other ones because there's a lot that happens in this movie. I don't want to forget. Why are you still not t- saying the act? All right, I'm going to right now. Act one. Happy Harvey Dent Day, but also welcome to the plane heist crash plan. We meet Bane and some other mercenary dudes as they kidnap and stage the death of Dr. Pavel. He deals with nuclear stuff, I think, 
they fly away. Bane is a mysterious bodybuilder with a cool mask. We learn that Bruce Wayne has been a recluse for the past eight years, which consequently is the same amount of time Batman has been missing, but still nobody seems to be able to make the connection that Bruce is Batman. Are we all taking stupid pills? He's a rich guy with plenty of time on his hands, and Batman is a dude with gadgets and super vehicles, and now that they both are missing for eight years, come on, people. But I digress. Bruce is confronted and robbed by a maid that is really Selena Kyle, who is strongly hinted at to be Catwoman. She steals his mom's pearls, and we're also introduced to Miranda Tate, who is tr also trying to get a global cleansing program to save the Earth. We also meet John Blake, who is a cop that is truly one of the good ones. This is a cop who would probably support defund the police because he believes in justice that much. He wants to catch the bad guys no matter what. He's also the calmest hothead I've ever seen. He knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but that's because he's competent. Anyway, this Daggett guy wants a lot of control and money, so he's working with Bane and this alien-looking dude while also kind of working with Selina Kyle, who has stolen <laughs> Bruce Wayne's fingerprints. While this is going down, Bruce is researching Selina and thinking about maybe getting back in the game even as a decrepit old man who can barely walk and has been lying in bed like Grandpa Joe for eight years. But I guess if Joe can do it for a tour of a chocolate factory and dance, so can <laughs> Bruce. He has no cartilage in his body. His elbows suck. <laughs> his brain is damaged and his knees are non-existent. All while somehow still functioning as a person. Jim Gordon gets shot down a sewer waterfall soon after being brought to Bane for questioning. Bane has a plan for Gotham for a takeover or something. Long story short, Bane infiltrates the stock exchange in an attempt to get away from the cops. He gets a huge assist from dumbass Batman who diverts the police away from the criminals to chase him, all to show that he's back. Obviously, they let Bane go because they want Batman because they think he killed Harvey. It changes from day to night, quicker than John Kerry's political views, and the next thing you know, Batman and Catwoman are fighting together on a rooftop, and then they fly away together. And that's act one. Okay, well, let's just say one thing. It's not Batman's fault it definitely that they is. diverted oh, it the cops is. to chase him and not Bane. That's all on Matthew Modine's character. No. Is that his correct name? I don't know, but you're wrong. Even it's Alfred. It's Modine. I know his last name is Modine. Even Alfred knows you're wrong. Is that man the new police commissioner then? Or the new chief of police? Or who is he? Gordon is still the commish. Yeah, but who's the, that other guy? I think he's a <clears throat> lieutenant or something. Because he has the, is the he gold the old strings, lieutenant? Okay. The gold ropes. Well, it's his fault that Bane gets away. No, it is not. It's yes, Batman. it is. They it's tell, literally Batman. No, they, they say, no, get off. Listen. Batman knows he's wanted for no, murder. Listen. Some thief or the yeah the man who it's the same killed, mistake yeah. from Dark Knight. Who would you pick? One man or the entire mob? Who yeah. would you pick? I would have at picked the time, Bane. At the time, Bane is just a thief, so let him get away. Yeah, they they think Bane murdered a person. Well, first of all, this is going back. <clears throat> Why did Batman take the fall when they could have just blamed it on any old criminal? 
They could have said the mob retaliated and killed Harvey Dent. And they could have done the same exact thing with the Harvey Dent Act. Because none of them were there. Batman was there. And Batman could have retired without being turned into a criminal. Because Batman was there. Jim Gordon, eyewitness. Yeah, but no one else knew that except Jim Gordon and his family. And also, also that's, I think, the reason, I don't think his wife left him. I think he sent them away or they mutually agreed to go to Cleveland, I think, where they are. (laughs) I don't know why you want to go to Cleveland. Shut up. (laughs) But because the kids know. Who bat that Batman? They know the truth. They know that Batman isn't a criminal. You can't have them in Gotham mm. to mm. blow the the gasket, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> what's, to blow, the, to, what's the expression? Oh, it's uh, to blow a Joel. <laughs> Joel's expression. As I mentioned on the first episode, okay. I, oh no, never mind. That was Let's, plug. That was yeah. plug. This is blow. Never mind. Yeah, he's yeah. been plugged okay. and blown. But anyway, <laughs> Act One. I hear what you're saying. This movie, this the story of the film takes place eight years after. And uh, I like how they go about that. Instead I of, oh, don't. it's a couple months don't. or it's one year. And it gives it time. Because it leaves uh, some inconsistencies later on. How sure. does And how does sure. eight and years... And I cannot... I'm sorry. How old was Bruce... I almost said Bruce Bain. Exactly. How old was Bruce Bain? <laughs> I did it. Conspiracy theory. How old was Bruce Wayne <laughs> in The it. Dark Knight? I don't exactly. know. It, it's like no, that's, that's what, my 30. That's my he problem. He was 30 in yeah. Batman Begins. How, and how long was, did we say the Dark Knight was after Batman Begins? I don't know. Six months, maybe. Whatever. Six months? Yeah. I don't A matter know. of months. I don't know. Yeah. Why? It, and he has, and presumably during these eight years, he's given up the cape and cowl. He's not crime fighting. He's not doing acrobatics across the rooftops of Gotham. Why is his cartilage gone? Why? What is oh, happening oh, with Because he jumps on vehicles My, from eight general No, because he hasn't been doing that for eight years. Why is he is he having some deterioration of some sort? Why yes. is this happening to him if Let he hasn't been Batman for eight years? He's not going to atrophy by not doing anything. Good points, honestly. But let me explain it to you. And I don't buy... I don't buy... I, I like how they put gray Eventually lines in his hair. I like how they put grayness, like Mr. Fantastic, in that. his hair. I didn't notice but that. But I'm not, I'm not buying the cane... See, I'm not buying it because if you think about it, he's no Bruce Bane in terms. Bruce Wayne, damn it! Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, so just bear with me here and just try to follow. I looked at it as let's just say he's 38. Let's even say he's 40. Let's just say he's 40. Okay, it's amplified because of the beating his body has taken. It's like when when a running back in the NFL is only 35, but in athletic, okay. that's really old. But if he retires at 35 and eight years later, he's like, oh, you have no cartilage. So Spencer, That would make sense. Spencer, I hope you'll be proud of me for this reference. Uh-oh. So they Brett Favre him. I don't get I don't right? get you it. Know he, name. he was you around name. for a long time in, in uh, sports ball. Good. <laughs> Welcome to Joel's his, Sports Corner. He was in his 40s when he retired, yeah. But that isn't that old. But when you're doing stuff right. that is older, it That's amplifies what I mean. it. Like, and yes. especially if you're not using things, it just kind of deteriorates. No, but yeah. what has when he been doing the last eight years? you sit down for a long years? time and you stand up real He's quick. been a recluse for eight years? He hasn't left the manor in well, eight we years? We don't know if that's 100% sure. Pissing in mason jars. Because maybe for a while he was running for, he was still trying a little bit or running from the cops or the something. The only thing we know that he's been doing in this time is working on that fusion project and putting all of his money into that. And apparently that, I don't, what's the story behind that? It turned into a dud. It was a dud of a project. 
Gamma. He changed his name from Bruce Wayne to Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Just, just I don't. And he made the, the crossover. Whole, I don't know. I just well, there's something about plot the plot setup that's just yeah not sensical in that way. You know what? I, Fair enough. You're right. Eight and years. He hasn't been doing anything, and I don't like the time difference. I like how they don't just come out and say it with like a a title card, though. I like how they. It it's said, mm-hmm. but it fits in the script. That's what I meant. That's if you what think I meant, you know, you know what I mean. If you think the Last Jedi started here, we go immediately after the Force Awakens and thought that was a bad uh, narrative decision. This is the exact opposite. I thought Star Wars was where bad. <laughs> I think the time jump is too big. So you're saying split the difference, make it four years, five? Yes, years? something like that. Fair enough. Because it doesn't make this his body. Being like that, unless it's an act, of course, which it's not, duh, because well, the doctor think, told him it was. If you think about a car that you haven't driven in a long time and it just the sits human in body your lawn, is not a car. But I'm saying it's similar. If you sit, look at yeah, but he hasn't been Charlie laying Bucket's around all day. Look at Charlie Bucket's grandparents. Why are you? What is it with you and the <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Because it's a parallel. It's a ring theory. It's a chocolate Ooh, ring theory. Okay. It's not at all. Well, Bruce ring Wayne is Willie. It's a conspiracy well, <laughs> theory. Don't say chocolate ring. Why? Oh. <laughs> no. Do explain, Joel. Why well, not? You have to know that you say that. Yeah, like Stop. a donut, like a chocolate donut. Yeah, That's I think. Who likes chocolate donuts? <laughs> I do. I like getting real deep. Is into that a euphemism? <laughs> like okay. just whole first. Just <laughs> okay. Stop. Okay, well, <laughs> what do we think about right. Catwoman's introduction? Yeah, Catwoman, yes. I think it's good. We all know from the casting, like it wasn't like a surprise. We all knew who she was, but I, I really liked how she like turned on a dime. Like, oh, Matt Bruce, and then he's like, something's gone. She's just like... Oops. Nobody told me it was uncrackable. Oops. Oops. And I just really like I the love switch. that too. No one told yeah. me it was uncrackable. She's very good. Love that too. She's very good. I don't think so. Okay, That's wait a fine. minute. Is the scene where they dance in this act as well? No. Okay, I didn't want to bring that up. Yet. And they have so little for the rest of us. I just think it's not Catwoman enough. What would be Catwoman enough yeah, to you? Yeah, what would be Catwoman enough? Michelle Pfeiffer again? In her 50s? Cats by red no, and radioactive cats. Not cat to biting. say that that wouldn't be good. I'm not trying to age people out of I guess good radioactive roles. cats biting. I don't know. Or scratching. I felt Does she get way, cat scratch fever? No, just like I felt like it was a little turned down. Town. You're going to send me on a rant again. This is the problem with. We welcome rant. Is she not punk enough for you? No. <laughs> We're not okay, go ahead. going to get into a master class of punk again, but. No, it's just I feel like when I think of Catwoman, you think of like the like she was a little flirty and like she's got to be flirty. She's got to be like, I don't know, more. Well, I she's got to they didn't bring the they made her a cat burglar and so cute. Great. I like that. But but which, yeah, that is always going to be a part of Catwoman. But also like they didn't really bring in the wow, there's kind of something wrong with her upstairs you know up in the brain which i think should have they they don't really show the motivation of why she's yeah, so I catty yeah <laughs> no like why 
Other than that, I think she's perfect. Yeah. Oh! Whoa. Hey. You got to take a minute to change your shorts there? Because cause she... You, you've cat to be kitting me with this. Am I right? Hmm. <laughs> Well, well, I don't think she's a traditional cat. Rachel, <laughs> she's better, not a traditional. Better than cat the joke woman. that Christian made earlier. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. Good. It okay, is. good. Very but good, Master Wayne. Very I. Good. They don't do like they don't do a good reason. Yeah, I, I just think that they don't show you a good reason of why she's like theming her poor. after a cat. I mean, does she intentionally have her goggles like no, that? That's the thing. I, I, I don't think, think she's she poor, but it was more like a. I mean, I guess she's not a full blown villain, but like they. Why does she steal made her from like rich a, a desperate, uh, another desperate like mid twenties? Like an Oliver Twist. I, I felt like she was a just like a broke college student. You know, like that's what it felt like to me. Oh, and she was she was just maybe. like a broke bratty college student. And, I don't know about and, that. And, she was a, a lot of points. Mountain. Okay. Yeah, quick I, question. I don't think they were supposed to. I don't think they. I think they didn't want to make her cat like because it could be Catwoman. That's cheesy. Yeah. She's almost. She only has the name and is hinted at being Catwoman, and by that I mean it's not shoved in your face. The ears aren't. They even never. The ears. They don't the say that she's Catwoman. Cat. No, she's a cat burglar, which is mm-hmm. a real thing. Yes. Which that's yeah. how cat ladies are born. They steal a bunch of cats, right? Oh. That's not true. No. Cat burglars are stealthy. Yeah, they just made her Selena Kyle in this. Basically, film. her yeah. story is that what did she grow up on the streets and poor and in poverty and yeah, she, they. Uh, one thing that's a deep theme in this movie. Did you want to say something? Well, it's kind of jumping ahead to the the dancing scene, but I'll just say it. She basically it ties into this conversation. Her, I guess she does have a motivation because it just doesn't come up till later. But she basically says, "I take." from those who have more than they need. Everything we do is collated and quantified. Everything sticks. Is that how you justify stealing? I take what I need from those who have more than enough. I don't stand on the shoulders of people with less. Robin, huh? I think I do more to help someone than most of the people in this room than you. I steal you know, only what not, I can afford. It's not like That's she's- That's everything. She's stealing Kayla. from the poor or from the middle class even. She's saying, I'm stealing from the rich. Which, 2020. Okay. Um, Robin Hood. I'm just going to, we're going to get into this more and more as we continue through the movie. But this movie, like The Dark Knight, deals with. (laughs) (laughs) You killed her. What is that? That's from Wizard of Oz. What is that? It's from Wizard of Oz. Okay. I didn't mean to. No, no, it's a good thing. Or whatever they say. Wizard of Oz, everybody. like the Dark Knight, this movie deals with what's going on during the time of when the movie was made, like the recession, the Great mm-hmm. Recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And during this movie, I think you also had the Occupy Wall Street mm-hmm. sort of thing going on. Oh shoot! Yeah, and this movie right. really yeah. leans into that big time, explores that. Yeah. And you get some of that with her mm-hmm. in this movie because. She's basically the vehicle for that, and then Bane jumps on board, and it becomes a huge theme. But with her, she's just basically kind of a edgier, seductive, sexier Aladdin-like figure, kind of. Yeah, I like her. Uh, Aladdin, Aladdin was a dude. I know, but the analogy's there, and he analogy's he started there. singing it, so I thought it was apt. Yeah. So shut your mouth. Oh, I get it. The shut, shut, sh- shut the fuck up. That's Prince just... Ali. Okay, so 
What about the, what does we learn about Dent? They have Harvey Dent Day. This lie has been concocted by concocted Batman by and Batman and Jimmy Gordon Gordon. for eight years. He now. almost reads a letter. What he Remember almost that. does read Remember the letter, that. and that's important. Perhaps because, for another time. Yeah, because Bane takes it. He just. You mean he he's him. the commissioner of police, and he just took it? Is that possible? Bane's not the commissioner, please. I, I, but search the body, then I'll kill you. He's. I love how cool, like, just calm he is, and his voice. People complain about his voice, but isn't that like what his voice he's is? Just in a matter the, of fact, the, he's very matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel in charge? It's just cool how he's. His voice isn't really that intimidating. It's just very. It's like kind of terrifying, like because it's not like deep and. Ugh. It's so, At the t- uh, I made know. fun of it for the longest time because it sounds like an old guy with a mask on. Yeah. Like, uh, give me my uh, porridge, uh, please. Like, uh, that's what makes him even more imposing as a villain because you're, he's. That probably. Now that I think of it, it has to do with his mouth being all mangled, probably mm-hmm. underneath the mask. Mm-hmm. I just you you gotta wonder what it looks like. What it looks it. like. They don't show you. Like, what that's the good. There's deleted that's scenes. That's good. They, bro. Shows. Are you serious? What? Where are these? I don't I'm, know. I don't okay. know. They're deleted. I, I'm glad they didn't show it because it leaves it to the imagination. You, you just, don't need to show everybody. You just read everybody. about them. That yeah, the like they shot right. a more more of his like origin. I mean, boy, they, they didn't show. They pulled a fast one on me later in the movie. They do real fast. Yeah, but if they anybody, got me with it. You, but I figured it out. I got. You. I mean, but if you know Joey King, you knew right away. Mm. The actress Joey King. Okay, but uh. Can we just talk about his introduction real quick? Because again, it's almost oh, very man. it's a mirrored of how Joker it, you know, his face is covered, you don't know it's him. I mean you kinda do. And he's with <clears throat> his people You're right. and it's this operation and he's revealed with a cool line. A lot of loyalty for a hired gun. Well perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Why does it amplify his <laughs> voice though? Do you think he has like a little I think that's in there? cool. Oh, I it actually, is cool. It is cool because yeah. you have his to be able voice to hear him. mix is way louder too. If you notice, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, they they bumped it up. A couple it looks of like DBs he has there. a speaker. And like he has it looks like I a, did. There has been some criticism, criticism, based on the mix in Nolan's movies, Christopher Nolan's movies, yeah. that the dialogue is mixed too low among everything else. Not and I read an article about that from a few years ago during Interstellar, and he he's, he quoted that he likes sometimes treating dialogue like a sound effect. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like they're but, all talking over here, and then, perhaps he does wondering my brain. In my opinion, I'm a little biased because I'm from the audio field, and Joel is too. Ish. You kind of, yeah. if you can't, Especially if dialogue is important to understanding what's going on, you can't bury it. I don't think you should bury it in the mix. You need to have it in front of everything else so people can hear it. You shouldn't be like straining. Well, you know how I am with my audio. I, I sometimes I know. bitch at you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very touchy. And I always give my like when I send over my intros to you guys. I always give like plus two dB of boost to them. Not you guys, Christian. Oh, I don't yeah. touch yeah. Christian. <laughs> Not you I, guys. I, I abdicate myself from I would not touch it. I don't know the first uh, thing about it. I'd lose it. I just make it worse. Yeah. No, but I'm I'm the type to yeah, I, I really raise well, my voice because I'm so important. Um No you're not. No. 
We're equally important here on the show, on Sequel Men, the podcast. So Yeah, just Christian hey. a little bit more because we're... Yeah, may, then know. maybe don't interrupt people. Okay, thanks. So what... True. Tell me, tell me what was... Uh, what's the Harvey Dent Act? What does it do exactly? Don't they don't explain what the Harvey Dent Act what does. What does a Harvey Dent actually do? <laughs> He's not a Harvey Dent. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't shoot people or lock people up or fly. It's to- this is Toy one Story. instance Toy where Story. they could have done that because yeah they go they mention it and we get the gist. Okay, the Harvey Dent Act allowed them to clean up the streets big time. Basically, it's there's no organized crime anymore. Mm-hmm. Given the mayor's speech, but what is the act? What is Harvey Dent I Act? Really what don't does know. it? What what's the legis? What's the policy? I I, I don't know. Maybe that that would have been kind of contradictory to my criticisms. I wish Alfred would explain that. You have story. to sit and explain like what it is to the audience. Yeah, but that's something we need it. I well, I don't know if we need it because we get the point of what it did. But yeah, it would still yes. be nice to know what it is. I think it is just the fact of. Uh, and is it legal? I will make it legal. I would say so. I think it tied in with the in whole, this movie, the whole Rico thing, and the, I don't know. So, but they. Didn't. What about civil rights? Yeah, I fuck them. What, what kind? Of, <laughs> is it like the Patriot Act? I don't know. Yeah, it's don't kind of interesting is, to yeah, think or, right, and yeah. talk about that. I think it might be in the novelization. I read an article. Sounds about like all another this stuff. podcast. All right. Anyway. Hey Joel, where's the Bible? Where's the Bat Bible? I, I got it. It doesn't say anything you about that. Anything in here. interesting uh-huh. that we can discuss? Oh, I have fun fact. One fun fact. We didn't even do trivia facts. That's okay. No, we did. I have a lot to talk about. Do you know what his mask was modeled after? Um, mm, good question. Uh, it's in here. A gorilla. Oh, that's not yeah. in here. Uh, Never mind. Oh, really? Yeah, gorilla. Joel was proven he, wrong. What? He had no, other no. ideas, and I can't remember, but a gorilla is what they went with. And you can tell, I mean, just the shape and how it looks like the teeth. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, gorilla's inter- going, Here's ah. another interesting thing. I was watching a documentary today, and he, Nolan talked about this movie being like, a historical epic. Mm. How do you think of that? Sure, sure. What What is your opinion on that? What do you I... think, Joel? Yeah, Joel. All I have to bring to the table as far as the influence of the, the film is... Uh, what does it say in First Bruce chapter 3, verse Stop 1 it. through 12? Stop it. In the uh, Bat Bible. <laughs> okay, here's what I got for you. Uh, what about Second Alfred? I will. Please okay, read us sorry. the book of Nolan. <laughs> Put my head through this window. Go ahead. We don't even have windows in here. <laughs> I'm looking at. They don't know. I don't want them to find out where I live. A window is going to find out where you. Hey, no, the... hey. Go ahead. Okay, go anyway. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, they Reverend. So you said that like each film is kind of a different genre. Yes. Yes. So <clears throat> no. So go this ahead. This one was. Uh, the disaster movie. Okay, this was so I guess going along with the epic theme, but yeah, uh, disaster movie aesthetic. So that's the whole thing, and that I mean we're going to talk about what happens with oh yeah Bane and when she hits the fan and stuff like that. But keep that in mind. That's the one. That's what they were going for. That's you know? what he said. I'm that sorry. That is what he said. But he did add the 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 layer of it being compared yeah. to a historical epic. Yeah, Whereas Batman Begins is your origin story, the second chapter is a crime drama, and then this one is your disaster film mm-hmm. sort of yes. aesthetic. Yes, and like for you said. that, so yeah, he says right here, 
moving into another genre, the disaster film genre. And then they to do that, they actually use source material. The 1999 No Man's Land, uh, I guess it was some sort of crossover comic influence they drew from. So they drew, they were actually able to use some of the comics to influence the disaster theme still. So there's, there's their uh, little hmm. dedication to the comic books. And there's more of that, okay. of course, but... Mm-hmm. I got to talk about with Bane. I'm not, like I said, I'm not familiar with any Batman comic material stuff. I'm not either. I just have the words in front of me. That's okay. The way I was introduced to to Batman was through the animated series and the old movies. And here's the thing. Batman and Robin. Like, forever. There's different facets to every fandom. You know, like every Batman fans, in each fandom, there are fans that start into the franchise a different way. And so you're going to have the people who are like, oh, I've read the original comics. Oh, I've got did this and whatever. For me, like I said, it's the animated series. And that's what I that's kind of my cornerstone. And then it's these films. And, you know, that's, so you really got to watch the animated and the, series. Uh, so, I understand. Series. It's amazing. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the other episodes, but uh, I Joel has his bad Bible. Cool. And his backpack. Cool. But my <laughs> it's show and tell. I get my it. Okay. wedding ring has the Batman symbol on it. Cool. So that is cool. I mean, that's symbolizing yeah. forever. Yeah, um, Batman, Batman forever. forever. Yeah. Oh. That I'm running down. I'm running down the hall. That's not even in Batman Forever. I don't know. But he Bane. But it's not. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I but. like how he's not like super bulked out in a stupid dumb suit. Who Bane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's real muscle. Tom Hardy put Dude. real muscle on. He actually looks like he's imposing. They didn't inject. Uh, he could up punch a, a hole suit. in a center a cinder block. He could, and he did. Uh, well, the character did. It's also, interesting. He's not like Bane and Batman and Robin, but he's still got that huge, like, yeah, muscle bulk to him. Yeah, but it's real it is muscle. very. It is pretty intimidating. I would muscle. not want to be punched in the face by Tom Hardy. Okay, I can't remember the trivia fact. I, I want reading, Tom Softy. But <laughs> someone say trivia. But no, why? Why you gotta do that? Sorry, I'm just kidding. Can't switch no, it off. But he, I can't remember. What he mixed a couple when when Tom Hardy was training like his fighting style. Oh yeah, it's very uh, MMA. I think is yeah. what he said, uh, and you you notice by his moves. Yeah, that it is. It's it's cool. He's good. Like he's, it's good. His fighting style. So you don't really see him fight in this act. It's no, just... no, no. I'm just saying in general, Bane. Okay. I just wanted to say that before I forgot. Did he kill that guy at the stock exchange? Um, the one who just got his shoes shined. Maybe I don't know. Oh man, here's a ring theory for you. Okay. And we're going to see this again later on. I I get some very Joker mixed in with Bane vibes from his little antics at the stock exchange. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, and you're going to see this in this movie. This movie kind of is a amalgamation of Batman Begins and The Dark Knight and what makes both of those movies great. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a mixture of both in this movie. Batman Begins, Dark Knight equals The Dark Knight Rises. 
And you see that in how he goes about this plan. He's a schemer with the stock exchange and how they sneak in. It's very much like the bank heist, kind of. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Except it's way bigger than the bank, too. The stakes are bigger. <laughs> Not because it's the New York Stock Exchange. Nah. But, ah, oh, that's just interesting. Everything yeah. about this movie raises ups the ante, I think. It does. It does. When you think about it. Because it was a bank the in the last movie. Now we're mm. doing the whole damn stock exchange. The whole damn stock exchange. Except they don't steal anything. Yeah, it mm. wasn't very well executed. Not really. I, no. Um, but but at least an amazing as chasing. In, no, as in Bane did a shitty job. That's right. I mean. uh, but that was his first attempt. The, the, uh, the main Well, he thing, didn't have a school bus to escape with. You bring right, up Joker. Thank you. That's you bring up Joker. Point. The thing with The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, so uh, with the... The Joker, it's like, okay, Joker outwitted Batman for this one. It's like, no, Batman needs to get his ass kicked. So now we're going to have more, someone's going to out strength the Batman, I guess. Yeah. So that was the emphasis. So that's why I don't think, to me, it doesn't seem like they put as much of an emphasis on making all of the schemes very brainy or you know what i'm saying they're more aggressive and like guerrilla tactic to me well yeah you that's know? why hit and run that yeah. sort well, of thing yeah. this, I think smash Nolan and grab wanted to test batman's like strength because the, the last two he can take out the joker he's not right. a fighter and he can take out scarecrow because he's yeah. not a fighter this ass. one they he chose i thought it was interesting they chose that when he's kind of this falling apart broken man that that's when he decided to Test his strength. Mm-hmm. It was a good play. Mm. It added it more adversity. Though, now, now I'm added thinking it's adversity. like it does. But now I'm thinking, look at that. A viewer could look at that and be like, oh, well then that doesn't really make Bane look very strong. If you're making uh, Bruce into some recluse and some hermit, and that's it broken. did the first time. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> you know what else is cool? I don't know. They kind of mixed the Joker. Why do we need to break Scarecrow. his body if it's already broken? Yeah. Right. Because that's the comics. But cool concept with Bane here. What they did was they took the the gas, like the mask element of Scarecrow, the poison sort of element, and they took the scheming of the Joker and they put it together and added some strength. Yeah, see, yep, yep. That's what I'm talking about. So what you're saying, I get what you're saying. He's like a Frankenstein monster in that sense. Yeah, because it does have that... Like the the he's, venom that is pumped through. Yes, it doesn't. He doesn't use it against other people, but he does through it. You him. never really tell, and that's a good example of introducing intrigue without expo- like over explaining it. Like they don't say this is Bane's mask. It is his weak point. It pumps gas into his mouth. Like no, they they, bring they it up organically. Yeah, you know, like oh, is it true they said about the man? You know, if it's it gonna be, blow, <laughs> it would be extremely <laughs> painful. Yeah. You're a big guy. For you. You know who that is? Um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, but he's also on a show that I like a lot too. Game of Thrones. Two of them, actually. Yeah. What guy? The guy. The fir- The. Tell me about Bane. The CIA guy. The At the beginning. beginning the from film. the beginning. Oh, okay. It's from, he's from Game of Thrones. He plays uh, Littlefinger. That's why he looks so familiar. Yeah, Littlefinger. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anybody else annoyed that John Blake? Is constantly called oh, a hothead. Talk- yeah, yeah. He, I don't think he is being one. He's just saying, "Hey, mm. 
Um, and should we go down there? It's like, get this hot head. It's like, dude, what? A, <laughs> what are question, you talking huh? about? You mean for doing his job that a is, little better than the rest of you? That is annoying. The line. <laughs> like, that's what we, that's his nickname. Hot head, your shit face. Your, <laughs> right. Yeah. You're pissed ain't huh? Gets to Jim Gordon easy. I was going to call you just the commish. Uh-huh. Shit face. The cush shit mission. Nothing. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You wouldn't shut up. Sorry. Love you. No, but that's just really annoying how he just calls him a hothead the whole yeah. time when he's just trying to do his job. He's okay. Sorry, excuse him for not being lazy like you, Lieutenant, or whatever the hell. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, we should we go down there? That's a gas okay. explosion. Okay, but there's men down there. We should, can we, could you stop being a hothead, okay. please? Speaking of the hothead what? guy, Mr. Modine, I believe that's his name. I think he's the new president of the Screen Actors Guild. But, anyways, oh, in this you. movie, you get a sense that during these eight years, they've gotten complacent with the lack of crime in Gotham. Right. So you're. You're, and this is, remind me of this later on, please. Don't forget. No. You see, through this complacency, Gotham is getting to a sense of normalcy. You're seeing corruption eke back into society with these corrupt, the governor, the, the new lieutenant or whatever, they're talking behind Gordon's back. Anyone shown him the crime stats? He goes by his gut, and it continues to bother him no matter what the numbers. Must be popular with his wife. Not really. She took the kids and left for Cleveland. I have plenty of time for visits. The mayor's going to dump him in the spring. Really? Mm-hmm. But he's a hero. A war hero. This is peacetime. Yeah, the mayor's going to dump him in the spring. The, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're oh. seeing that creep in yeah. because yep. they've gotten used to peacetime. He's a war hero. This is peacetime. Yeah, this is peacetime. We can do whatever we want now, like sort of mentality. Like, and this is the, and that ties in with the themes of the Occupy Wall Street stuff. The themology through the movie, where the people in power are oppressive towards those beneath them. Mm -hmm. That's what what motivates Selena Kyle. And she's kind of got a... We'll see a kind of a Scarlet Widow. Scarlet Widow? <laughs> black what? Widow. She's got like a Black Widow sort of yeah. thing from the Avengers where I just want to clean my file. The I got blood state. on my file. Yeah. Red in her ledger. Yeah. She's got, thank you. She's got red in her You're ledger. Welcome. And I don't think that's a good, I, that's another thing I don't like well, particularly. Well, there's another bigger yeah. reason for the clean slate. Okay, I guess it'll remind me of that, of that later, but initially it's just kind of like, why you know like why why are you having cat why is she so concerned it's like conflicting motivations because first you think that she's like oh eat the rich and then now it's like oh no i want to be a good citizen again i want a clean record what i don't know it just was kind of confusing yeah i don't know i'm not i don't think necessarily it's that i want to be a good citizen again it's that she just wants to clean all her background Right. Out of existence. She's like Robin Hood. Not so she can have a clean start. Go off clean start. Go off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Start a new life, I guess. Um Alfred has a lot of stories in this. Yeah. I noticed. Mm -hmm. A lot. Do you think Bruce ever is just like are we doing okay, yep. Alfred, I've heard this before. When I went to Burma. Yep, you said that in the last one. When I went to Paris, Uh that's a new one. Yep, yep. (laughs) I had a vision. Tell tell me the one about the guy with the rubies again. Like, no, he does have a lot of stories. 
He does give us some exposition. Mr. He, Wayne, he if you would just shut prison. your mouth, I'll get do with it. He talks about the prison. There is a prison in a more ancient part of the world. A pit where men are thrown to suffer and die. But sometimes a man rises from the darkness. Sometimes the pit sends something back. Bane. Bane. Born and raised in hell on earth. Born in a prison? No one knows why or how he escaped. But they do know that once he did, he was trained by Razel Gore, your mentor. He just, he how does Alfred things. know? He, was he well, in the prison? Well, let me tell you, when I went to... <laughs> what country... Actual question, where is this prison located? When does I brushed say, the teeth like your mother and father. <laughs> does he say where the prison is? Like what country or what city? No. They don't... They, the only other location that they never talk about anywhere else... Except Paris and Burma. In this movie, except Paris and Burma. And, and they have the president show up too. So, obviously, Gotham is in the United States, I'm assuming. It absolutely is, yeah. Well, they don't mention Metropolis at all, which no. would have been cool. They mention Rapid City. What is Rapid City? Arch Rivals of Gotham. Is Rapid City anywhere in the comics or anything else? Joel? What? You got the Bible? Rapid Tell City. us. I don't... That would have been an opportunity to be like... The authors of this book don't give a shit about Gotham. Rapid City, I can tell you that. Uh, well, right. great. I can tell you where it was shot. Please do. Okay. I'm going to guess. Please. Pittsburgh. Yeah, because guess go. who cameos in it. We'll get to it. Yep. There you go. Actually, Ooh. you guys wouldn't know, but... Well, how do you know? Because I know Shut the up. players and I know Shut the color up. scheme. <laughs> what, is, what is this guy? <laughs> I'll tell you. No, but also <laughs> okay, another another slightly annoying thing is Batman. He's such a method actor. He does the voice when nobody's around and when people already know him. And it's just it kind of gets to me a little bit. In the 12 minutes okay. that he's actually Batman in this movie. It's a little They're annoying. good, but I will say it's cool. Okay, let's talk, get into the action sequences then since we're talking about Batman. Yeah, let's. I love his entrance in this movie. Like Batman's right. return, like in the tunnels, in the highway, under, under the ground. Mm -hmm. That oh, was yeah. awesome when he shuts the lights off. And the cops. Oh, you're in a sh in for a show tonight, son. Yeah, I like him. I like his character. And then he shoots at Batman. Put that thing away before you hurt yourself, sir. I think you got the wrong animal yeah. on that one, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as Wisconsin, but yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But no, just that that chase scene was awesome. I even I was watching it by myself the other night, and I was like out loud going, like, "That's you know awesome!" Like it's cool. It's cool. Just seeing him on the bat pod again, and mm -hmm. especially when he he's getting chased by all the cops, which was cool blocking and and logistical organizing behind that. That was cool, and I do like the change of city. I didn't know where if it was filmed in Pittsburgh or wherever else. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Because Chicago York. was the last one. Yeah, this was New York. Gotham oh, I thought you just, said Pittsburgh. Gotham Both. is like Asgard. Okay. It's, it's, it's just yeah. is. It's a people. Asgard it's isn't a, a place. <laughs> but when... Yeah, right. You're right. At the end of the chase, when he does the flippy thing on the pod... That, anytime that happens, that's cool. It's used I don't a care. lot in this one. It's cool. It is but cool. But he goes into the tunnel. Everyone thinks he's cornered. And then you hear the...
like the bat. And yes, Mr. Wayne, it comes in black. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, the bat. They the sound the effect. Vehicle. I like it. And now, man, nope, you think you got him, but nope, he but flew away. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, cool. And I call somebody it the needs bat. To, somebody needs to put that sound sound bite in there, like edit and, and then just the, push it. The film. <laughs> Isn't that immediately before he he runs into Selena? Yes, because then he picks because her up. Because they fight in, on the ceiling. They fight no guns. On the rooftop. No guns. The ceiling. They're not fighting. It's not Inception. <laughs> the Inception dream what? sequence. They're fighting on the walls. They're fighting on the ceiling. He has a bat after all. What did I say? On the ceiling. Neo, <laughs> Neo, Neo shows up. It's the fucking Matrix. Do you notice a guy falls down? Yeah, I don't show up. Whoa. Did you notice the guy falling down without being kicked by Batman on the rooftop? I didn't. There's but a scene th where there's a guy up there and he's fighting two guys, kind of. There's a guy 10 feet away from him. Batman kicks a guy. A guy five feet away falls down. <laughs> I think I saw that in a criticism video of fight scenes. You did. But... I do remember it now. Yes. But going off of that, the, the other stuff, the action, the chase, that's all really cool. But the choreography, the fight choreography is a little goofy. But at least we see more of like, fighting. The fight choreography cuts. in The Dark Knight is way better. I disagree. I will say. We don't and, see any of it. Well, yes, it's you all, do. It's all quick cuts and close-ups. In the garage scene when with the dogs and whatnot, he does this cool like flip thing where he goes like, like, Hel like Helga does to the four-eyed kid. In uh, Hey Arnold, okay, she always punches him in the face. Oh, he does something like that, or except it's with right. his elbow, and you, he has a, just a cool stance when he. Uh, it's cool. Look it up. But this movie, it looks a little silly. I mean, seeing uh, you think seeing Batman kicking ass and Catwoman too, and her f debut scene of whooping ass on the rooftop, not a ceiling. Yeah. Sorry, <clears throat> you think it would be cool, but. It was kind of cool. It looked a little silly. I liked in it. The court, and maybe it was because of in canon, in the world, he's injured. Mm -hmm. So it might be affecting his movement a little bit. But other than that. <laughs> that's my favorite line of the movie. Oh, I, yeah. We can tell. Yeah. We can he, tell. Get, he gets uh, catnapped. I don't mm -hmm. know. That was stupid. I like how that was a shitty pun. I'm trying to think of a cat pun. I like how Alfred also isn't like other Alfreds or like you'd think like a servant would be, where he just bows down to everything. He calls Bruce out. Yeah. Like, yo, oh, what are you yeah. doing? Are the police supposed to be investigating them? They don't have the tools to analyze it. They would if you gave them to them. One man's tool is another man's weapon. In your mind, perhaps there are many things you can't turn into a weapon. Alfred, enough. The police weren't getting it done. Perhaps they might have. You had made a sideshow of yourself. You thought I didn't have it in me? No, you led a bloated police force a merry chase with a load of fancy new toys from Fox. What about when you come up against him? What then? I'll fight harder, I always have. Take a look. His speed, his ferocity, his training. I see the power of belief. I see the League of Shadows resurgent. Like you just, The cops would have had him until you showed up. But this is an issue as well. Where it's a little inconsistent with Alfred's. Okay, quick side. Does Alfred okay. Alfred leave this actor in the next one? I think it, right at the start of the next one. Okay, well I'll save it until then. Then. Save but it. anything else for this uh, first <clears throat> act here? I do. What do you think? What do you think about Selena's fake crying? <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate it. Well, it's not supposed I to be good. She's it. literally acting. I know it's as... not supposed to be good, but I still hate it. I like it. No, I just. It's a little cringy, but well, it's supposed to. Be. It's supposed to be, so that means it's good acting. Yeah, Joel. I guess. That's just catch you later. What was? Can you explain just real quick that scene? What? Scene? What was, when she had the the congressman or whatever, and she brought up to the bar and met the alien guy. What was the? Plan That's why there? I started laughing during your summary breakdown. Because you said he was an alien guy because he, he looks like a little alien. strange. He's in, uh, not Tupperware. Tupperware. <laughs> He's in um, Pacific Rim. Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no. Oh, he's in Signs. He's in, is he? Yeah, he's know? the alien. No, you're stupid. Oh he's wow. In, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I'm kidding. Easy, bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, we got Jesse Pinkman in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, what, if, what if he was Batman? <laughs> Jesse, I told you to grab the right tub. <laughs> I, he, this what? is not. Was that supposed to be Walt? Yeah. All right, good. That was good. really good. That no, good it's not. <laughs> no, Fuck right. you and your eyebrows. <laughs> Great line. But. I don't have much more to add. I just like how Alfred doesn't. You know, well, sir, would you like me to give you a happy ending after your massage? He's like, no. What? You, you, you. What? I'm like, he's acting he's like, like his listen father. Listen here, you little shit. He's acting like his father. Is. Yeah. He is his father, father figure. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. Uh, I like it. He's his father figure. You want to go to Act Two? Joel, you want to go to Act Two? Yeah. Bible Boy, you want to go to Act Two? Oh, Christian? one more thing. Yes. And this ties into the a theme from The Dark Knight that we talked about a little bit, and that Harvey couldn't. Harvey wasn't a symbol. He's just a man. So he couldn't take over for Batman. Right. In that So that's context. why they In set this, it up like this. Yes, they he's a martyr. created their narrative. That's yes. why. They that's made a, him into yeah. a symbol, into a martyr. Yeah. So I got they could it. save the city. I know why Batman... You were like, they could have picked any villain or any bad guy to take the fall for right. Harvey's murder. Uh-uh. This is why. Because if it's Batman, there's no investigation. They're not wasting time. Oh, it's Ooh. Batman. Where is he? We don't have to look for him. He's gone. We know that it's Batman. But if it was just if they picked a guy, there'd be an investigation. They would probably uh, arrest a couple people that aren't. You know what I mean? It just it takes the complication out of it. So that's why, because Batman no, can take. They it. could say it's the Joker. Okay, but it's not. Good. That would still be an investigation. I don't know. It's just... And he wasn't there. Like, he wasn't there. It wouldn't hold up. He was hanging. And there was police that had the Joker in a different... Sec that wouldn't have held up. They couldn't have said that. Because the, the SWAT team got the Joker when he was hanging upside down. I know. I know. So but that's it why. could have been... Nope. It could have been another instance of, well, I didn't pull the trigger. No. I didn't kill Harvey. Well... That was I, I was I was strung up on the on the skyscraper drugs. All right, exactly. And then his story holds up. That's why it has to be Batman because they can. It's it's legit. You want to go to Act Two? Okay. You like how I waited? Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Buckle up, because we're taking a ride. In an unprecedented event, Alfred leaves Bruce 
because of how he's acting. He's taking control of his own path while Bruce self-destructs physically and mentally, leaving him to open his own doors. And to add insult to injury, the stock crash causes him to lose literally every penny to his name. But he does get to keep the house. Meanwhile, Bane is assembling his own board of trustees or something within Wayne Enterprises after killing Daggett. Miranda Tate is shown her clean energy machine that will later be turned into a bomb. But before we get a bomb, we get a bone because Tate and Bruce are going at each other in a random sexual rebound encounter because when you're a billionaire who's just gone poor, you still have sex to fall back on proving that even the rich don't go poor like the rest of us. Batman sets up a meeting with Catwoman to get him to Bane. Upon meeting Bane, he skips the introduction and goes right to the face punch while Bane just takes it in his venom-fueled body. He overpowers Batman and then shows him that he's taken his military toys to create an army to destroy Gotham. And then he breaks Batman's back. And if that's not bad enough, he takes Bruce to the hell prison to watch his plan on TV while he suffers with pain. Fast forward to Gotham. Bane blows up all the bridges in the Gotham NFL team stadium and then introduces the bomb and kills Dr. Pavel. He releases criminals to ravish Gotham and give control back to the people. And he outs Gordon by reading his letter to the city about how he was going to resign and how Harvey was the real villain, not Batman. John Blake saves Gordon from the hospital. <laughs> Good. Gets that. Can it. I just sit? I want to ask. That's uh, it. Where Where are you getting confirming Bane's mask, the Venom thing? I think Comics. he's just. Well, I know that, that, but like they mention it. No, they don't. They mention that it it it's it would be painful for him if it was taken. It's away. not venom. It's medication. I'm assuming it's called venom in the comics. That's well, what I'm referring okay, to it as. Fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I Never mind. Well, okay, uh, going off the beginning of this. Um, Did you catch the nod? I no, I Fox's didn't. nod where he's like, you're answering your own doors now. <laughs> yes, I did, and I thought of you exactly uh, when that happened. Me, too. I almost called you. Thinking about that Batman, Batman and Robin. I almost thing. called you. I really almost called you. <laughs> I laughed out uh, loud. I, LOL. Is, that's good. That's good. But I love that scene at the football field. Pro- Can arguably we talk about the that biggest real quick? moment in that. In Let this me just talk about it real quick. Go ahead. Let me just talk about it real yeah, quick. Yeah, go ahead. We'll get my sports corner right out of the way here. Did you know that is the Pittsburgh Steelers team? Like, there's Ben Roethlisberger. He's the quarterback. And then um, Heinz Ward, which brings me to my Sports Corner Hybrid Character Spotlight. You want to hear it? Okay, so Heinz Ward. He's the guy that returns the kick. The kickoff. Okay, sorry. Here, let me back up for you guys. Uh, at the start of a football game, they do a kickoff. Yeah. And there's a guy that returns We know it. that much. And then after every score, they kick off. Okay. So Heinz Ward, the most unrealistic thing about this movie is having Heinz Ward, former NFL wide receiver, be the kick returner. He would never be the kick returner because he is the number one wide receiver. They wouldn't risk injury by having him return kicks. They just wouldn't. He also wasn't a speed burner. He had good speed, but not kick return speed. But enough about what he can't do. Heinz Ward was drafted in the third round of the 1998 NFL Draft. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, one-time Super Bowl MVP, and a Dancing with the Stars champion. He was also a member of the Steelers team that got beat by my Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl in 2010. Thank you very much. 
Moving on to his off-the-field accolades. Many people don't know this, but Heinz moonlit as a crime-fighting vigilante himself. And not only did he get the attention of the local criminals, but he started to make quite the headlines in the far reaches of space. A corporation of heroic individuals <laughs> recruited him to be a <laughs> member of their team due to his commitment to football. He was always too busy to take on an even bigger role in the world, let alone the entire galaxy. But upon his retirement in 2011, his schedule opened up. I know he has two Super Bowl rings, but he's got eight more fingers. And when the time came to open up his secret trophy case, he decided to put it on the other ring and make his vows to becoming a protector of worlds. In brightest day, in darkest night, no evil shall escape his sight. Let those who worship evil's might Beware his power. Green Lantern. And Heinz Ward is a Green Lantern. Hey, Ryan Reynolds is on the line. <laughs> is he? Because Heinz Ward oh, is Oh, wait, too. he's right behind you with a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's it. got a gun in, in my his room. room. We'll go get it. We'll do it together. Yeah. It'll be fun. No, but Heinz Ward is a receiver. He never returned kicks. He was not a kick returner. That doesn't make any it's sense to me. It's not a real film. And the other... This is a fake film? You watched it. I physically have it. It's real. But they are modeled after the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they even have like the terrible towels. They're waving the yellow towels. Pittsburgh Steelers fans have terrible towels. They wave them. But, uh... (laughs) Wow. Also, how do you... As he's he's returning the kick, how does he not hear the field Because it's the adrenaline, man. He's about to win the game. No, he's not. That's the start of the game. (laughs) I know. I know. Because he's got... The no. coach in his no, ear. No, no, that's illegal. Coach, no, he's got Bill Belichick on in that's his not ear. Bill Belichick. I know. It's I'm Mike just Tomlin. making a joke. That's a funny joke. Did no, the guy on the other side look like Matthew Stafford to you? <laughs> oh, this no, is I'm what ask, happened. I'm asking. I, the, when they show the opposing team, he looks like Matthew. Stafford. I don't know. Maybe this it was. Not. This is what happens when you have. Two guys on the podcast that don't watch sports. <laughs> I watch it a little bit. No, okay, but Ben but... is there. A couple other players in the Oh, all board. of his heroes. They're not my heroes. I don't like the Steelers. Why don't you just put up King Cape Bottom? All right. <laughs> Why would I do that? They're football players. <laughs> anyway. You just made one the Green Guy. Lantern. Guys. Yes, because okay. he's Heinz Ward. I respect him. Your sports right. corner was great. Thank sports you. Sports corner character spotlight was great. All right, let's go back to the top of the end. The top. I love that scene at the football field. Okay. Because. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> In a roundabout way, no. yes. <laughs> no, no, before you, I let you, I pass the baton so you could tell the story. Stick. Here. Before yeah, I let you Give it back, talk. give it back. Okay, I got stick. it. Stick. You be quiet. I got the stick. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, oh. like my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. Right, <clears throat> I just spilled water down my. Um, actually choking. Thank you Wait, for asking. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. So you guys got your water. You're all set. Mm. In this part of the movie... You know who else drinks water? Football players. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. I want to say... Sucks, doesn't it, Christian? <laughs> it does. Okay, okay. Back to you, fuckers! <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let's get serious. Getting to the point. I like this scene, and this is getting to a serious thing here, 
because it's showing again Bane's cunning along with his muscle. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is where you can see, and he's playing games with Gotham's people. You see him, begin. he's playing like a Joker-like game with the citizens of Gotham saying, This bomb is armed. This bomb is mobile. And the identity of the Trigger Man is a mystery. For one of you holds the detonator. Now we come here not as conquerors, but as liberators to return control of this city to the people. And at the first sign of interference from the outside world, or from those people attempting to flee, this anonymous Gothamite, this unsung hero, will trigger the bomb. But now martial law is in effect. Return to your homes. Hold your families close. And wait. Tomorrow you claim what is rightfully yours. He's playing games again, like the fairy scene. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like He's that. Sooner. He's taking... Because Bane is an excommunicated member of the League of Shadows, and he's doing this Joker-esque sort of social experiment mind game. It's it's very it it goes back to that theme of Nolan maybe thinking about adding elements from both of his previous two films in one final culminating act mm-hmm. of his trilogy, and that also another amazing thing is. Bane, Joker, he was taking over the city for himself. Because he's, you know what he said? It's my city. Like, I have control. Like, in a matter of hours, I'll have control over the whole city. He just did it strictly for experimental sake. Yeah, yeah, Joan. Joker. (laughs) Joan of Arc. (laughs) Joker did it for selfish reasons. Bane is doing it for the people. Like liberation. Yes. Give it back to you. He, it's the opposite. It's yeah. I like that parallel theme there, that ring yeah. theory sort of idea. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I love just the cinematography, the big IMAX. I, well, I didn't really recognize the IMAX shots, but it is an IMAX <laughs> shot of just the whole city, and then you just get these <laughs> of the, the bridges, the bridges blowing up. IMAX. Yeah. yeah, you're you're talking about the end of the act, which is fine. I, but we'll I, jump that's back because exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I just want to, moment. yes. No, it's a big moment. I love the cinematography of it. I love it's the cool. cinematography for this entire film. It I goes, thought it was just really great. It buys into that disaster epic mm-hmm. a theme of having those shots with, it almost looks like live footage of a terrorist attack or, some, or something, right. of the bridges well, blowing is. up. Well, it looks realistic. Yeah, it and does. Every, Everything in this movie, the effects-wise, it, it's good. Re- they're really good. It's good. And I bet a lot of it's practical. Well, he's big on practical, but I'm saying yeah. that's why they're so good. Touch that. <laughs> Whoa! Saying, stop saying touch no, 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 not that. The computer. <laughs> Every another thing I noticed too is in this movie, this like I said, kind of in the last act, the stakes are even higher. Mm-hmm. Like especially with what happens in this act, Batman gets his butt kicked, gets his face smashed in, which was kind of brutal to see, like his head getting smashed in a. What is that? Cement and Bane's just punching his face Until as hard as he breaks. can. Yeah, that would have 
po- kind of punched through his skull. Too I bad that think. one is, that one wasn't uh, made out of graphite, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, why doesn't he have a big dent in his face? Because Harvey Dent's dead. Oh. What? Okay. When Harvey, speaking of Hardy, I, it was Hardy. <laughs> Hardy that, that's the porno version <laughs> when harvey dent when when he's when bane's holding up his picture do you notice how he ripped it right down oh, the middle oh man two-face right down the middle Ooh, i didn't notice that that's awesome Nolan. that's Nolan. awesome mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah. the situation in gotham switched in a blink of an instant there Such you go a powerful monologue by bane too standing on the tumbler we take Gotham from the corrupt, the rich, the oppressors of generations who have kept you down with myths of opportunity, and we give it back to you, the people. Gotham is yours. None shall interfere. Do as you please. But start by storming Blackgate and freeing the oppressed! Step forward, those who would serve, for an army will be raised. The powerful will be ripped from their decadent nests. into the cold world that we know and endure. Courts will be convened. Spoils will be enjoyed. Blood will be shed. The police will survive as they learn to serve true justice. This great city, it will endure. Gotham will survive. I feel like Bane is just a walking monologue. Yeah. There's... Every time he speaks, I love what he says. Gets and my giblets again, all jingly. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, again, leaning very, very heavily, kind of, I don't know if I want to say too heavily because it's an issue I care about, but just the the haves and have-nots, the yeah. rich and the poor, like mm-hmm. we're going to eat the rich. It's like, this is your time. Look at you. Just the... knows. <laughs> I called you that earlier. It's universal. Just the theme. The theme, the theme there, is yeah, no, it's a good theme. They get into it at, they sure in this, do. at the end of this act. A little quick to be having sex, don't you think? Wow, Bruce and Miranda, well, they've known each other for like a day. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, they actually do. Like okay. a day, yeah. A little foreshadow with the uh, scar on her back too, showing that maybe she was like a warrior or something. I didn't notice that either. Well, I was kind of, like, I was up and about like making food or something, I'll or using the bathroom. And I've had it before, I know good destiny. Are you bumping the mic? That would have been perfect. It would have been, okay. but it wasn't. But no, the thing about Harvey's picture is cool. But no, what's the thing about Miranda no. Tate? That scene 
with Bruce can't get into his own house because he never he doesn't have a key. Don't you have a key? I never needed one. That that was not your best. Try it again. No. <laughs> I never needed one. That was not as great. You're Alfred's Alfred left. I better. I drove him away. Uh, literally, I drove him to the airport. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no. Another funny thing, real quick. Funny, <laughs> Alfred leave, leaves. You know uh, he leaves because he said he's leaving, right? Yeah. And then he hears a knock on his door, and as he's going down, he goes, "Alfred, like, dude, he left. He said he was leaving. He's gone, and he calls for him. No, he, he told, didn't he take told him, him seriously. He's like, Alfred, get." The- like he's told he didn't him. say, Alfred, get the fuck out of here. He did not say that, no. <laughs> he said he goodbye, Alfred, the day before. He did, yeah. But then he calls from the next day like, wait, yeah. oh, did he think he was coming back? He thought he was coming mm-hmm. back. Yeah. He, he didn't, he didn't think Alfred was going seri- to take his word seriously. And did. that scene is actually pretty well done, I will say. Well mm-hmm. acted. I was watching it intently. Me too. I was trying to hear and Where, listen. Well, <laughs> is that a dig? But no. No. Uh-uh. Okay. No, the scene between Alfred and, and him, which we start, that this is what gets the act start rolling, which we're going back there. But the thing about Alfred now switching gears with with his ideas for what he wants Bruce to do now or how he's wanted Bruce to live since Batman Begins doesn't really add up to me. Because he didn't say, to our knowledge, he didn't say it or express any of these ideas during the Dark Knight when he was kind yeah. of encouraging him, like, know your limits. And right. And like, would change. you be taking the bet, Paul, sir? People change. Well, I know, but in the eight years, maybe, okay, maybe he has gotten used to Bruce not... Being a couch Doing potato. what he said. But in here, no, no, no. Here's the thing with that, too. Is that if he was fed up with Bruce just being a limp log, <laughs> if he's upset with Bruce basically being a bump on a log, there you go. Why hasn't he said this in the past eight years? That's better than or pushing the him seven to, the, years. to the point of the brink. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, get out. Get out. <laughs> Just all you sick sycophants. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Go. How dare you use Rachel against me? Okay. He does. And like, she didn't pick you. And Ch- you. Chose Harvey Dent. And that's, that's where you guys talked about in the last episode where the letter comes back into play. But I don't like... It's kind of jarring given the, the time... Not given the time difference, but just given the character that Alfred was in The Dark Knight and Batman Begins, it it's a little inconsistent with how he is in this movie. Because he says in this one, he wanted Bruce to never come back. Remember when you left Gotham? Before all this, before Batman, you were gone seven years. Seven years I waited, hoping that you wouldn't come back. Every year, I took a holiday. I, I went to Florence, there's this cafe on the banks of the Arno. Every fine evening, I'd sit there and order a Fernie Branca. I had this fantasy that I would look across the tables and I'd see you there with a wife, maybe a, a couple of kids. You wouldn't say anything to me, nor me to you. But we both know that you'd made it that you were happy. 
I never wanted you to come back to Gotham. I always knew there was nothing here for you except pain and tragedy. And I wanted something more for you than that. I still do. On the banks of the Arlo. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of felt for Alfred too. Just Michael Caine's acting. He's great in this movie. It's great. Just not even talking. He's really good. But just the the visual, you kind of feel for Alfred. Like you feel bad for him through his movements and his mannerisms. You feel bad that he's at a table sitting by himself a little bit. I don't. He chose that. Well, I know, but just the mannerisms, like, I don't know. It just kind of got me. And then his scene with Bruce is emotional, but it just doesn't jive with a little bit with how he was behaving in The Dark Knight in Batman Begins. I swore to them I would protect you, and I haven't. Yes, but that's the thing, too. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't want him to be Batman. Well, now that he when hasn't in the last been for eight years. Mo- well, I get that, but that happened all off screen mm-hmm. in, in between periods, between the last movie and this movie. So yeah. the characters changed in between. You can make the same argument for Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, but we won't get into that. I know Joel... <laughs> Joel, <laughs> the sacred Jedi text. You mean the Last Jedi, referring to the best Star Wars movie in the yeah side? that one okay, that gotcha. one I'll made by. Just want to make okay. sure. But anyway, welcome back to no, Batman. Welcome, welcome to Batman. Okay, um, I get that. They, they're trying to do the same thing in this movie, I think, but but way better, right, Joel? Way better. In this movie? Like yeah. The last Just Batman. having the stuff occur off screen and having Alfred change like this. Yeah. And, you know, and I, you do kind of get the sense, now that I think of it, that he does, and I'm kind of contradicting myself, but he kind of does, you get that sense that, oh, you all, Alfred feels that, oh, you've been doing so well not being Batman. He enjoyed having you, him around. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Let me, I'm all jumbled up. He hasn't been himself since he framed Batman for Harvey Dent's murder. I mean, we're supposed to be told that he's been a hermit for eight years. I don't think he was for eight years. I think maybe for a, for the last like a week. few months or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I think. But he, he was active in the fusion project that they were working on. He dumped all his money into that, lost all of his money. Mm-hmm. We learn in this act that um, Bruce lost his company <laughs> right yeah he lost, because the fingerprints <laughs> that makes the fingerprint thing make sense uh-huh. and that makes the 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 stock exchange make sense because he mm-hmm. need to go bay need to go there to get the fingerprints to give to tag it not dag it it's tag it, isn't <laughs> it's it? Dag-, dag it tag it dag it bag it and tag it uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, Dr. Christian, Seuss. are you tired? Uh, oh. Well, you got Baggett and then Batman over there, and, and they're fighting. And then Dane, Dane comes along, and he's just a guy. He's like, hey, Dane. And then he breaks Batman's ankle, we'll say. He's just kind of an average guy. So you got Dane, Batman, and then Baggett over here. And then uh, you just have you have kitten girl, so it's <laughs> wow. a, it's a whole thing. You have kitten girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> where were we? Go? Just... 
<laughs> picture this guy. She's really big. It's Dane. Yeah, like his just name is Dane. <laughs> like ah, uh, that's Where, oh, oh, Dane's coming. <laughs> but any back to the point. Right, right, right. We which got was, really sidetracked, as we tend to do. Which was that? <clears throat> why? I know I've probably I said this before. Why is Michael Caine Alfred? Trying because to get him. Why is he trying to he get audition? And then he, he was the best choice that Christopher <laughs> Nolan thought. So I guess, I mean, but he's not anymore. That is quite. They cast Andy that's Serkis, quite hilarious. And then I Jeremy Irons was the best Alfred. But no, <laughs> shots fired. But no, I, I don't. Wish. I wish we knew how long Bruce has been incapacitated or having maids bring stuff up to his room or Eight having years, Alfred do it. Has he been like this for eight years? Then why hasn't Alfred confronted him before now? How do we know he Because he says he's sick and tired. He he basically says he's sick and tired of him being like this. So now you're trying to set me up with a jewel thief. At this point, I'd set you up with a chimpanzee if it brought you back to the world. There's nothing out there for me. And that's the problem. You hung up your cape and your cow, but you didn't move on. You never went to find a life, to find someone. Alfred. I did find someone. I know, and you lost them. But that's all part of living, sir. But you're not living. You're just waiting, hoping for things to go bad again. Is this the first time that he said that to him or really got into him with it in eight years? Maybe. <laughs> eight years is a long time to wait. Not if you're really in love. But it could happen. It it probably it does happen. Yep. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting off the Alfred thing. Because right. I'm tired of it. You want to get off Alfred onto Bane? Or <laughs> Dane, as he shall now be known? <laughs> no. But, no. No, what? Backwards to the original, original point about uh, Miranda and Bruce banging oh, it up yeah. in the fire pit. Or in, in the fire in the, pit? In the, <laughs> in, the, in the Gryffindor common room, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no, that scene, very important later on. It is. I noticed it immediately, and I gasped gasped when i watched it i wow. gapped <laughs> well i i gasped when I uh when gasped. uh when, when glenda tate just kind of <laughs> comes in and and her and uh bill wayne they just kind of go at it real quick and uh bill wayne goes to fight dane with kitty girl and it's a whole oh, thing man. melinda no. pile comes along too and <laughs> says no kyle no Okay, but anyway, okay. Ring theory here. Later on, we find out the truth behind Miranda and her relationship with a certain person that we know of from these these three films. Dane. And this, keep in mind, Miranda, Bruce, in the fire, talking, having intimate conversation, and physical activity next to the fire except sex. Except, it's called sex <laughs> except we don't sex, we don't baby. see intimate activity between bruce and this other character they that kiss. i'm talking about no they do not they do kiss. i think you know who i'm talking about because that, oh, that wasn't picked up on the threesome <laughs> no oh no off mic what, off what are we doing right now what are we doing <laughs> Keep this talking. in the episode, by the way. <laughs> We're still talking about <laughs> I'm talking okay. about the right. mirrored parallel relationship between the scene with Miranda, Bruce, and the fireplace, and the scene in 
Batman begins with Ducard, Bruce, and the fire around the fire in the Arctic. Maybe you should have led with oh, that. Oh, yeah. But I get you now. <laughs> no, I yes, you now. I understand. Okay. Yes. I don't Very know why good. I was keeping that hidden. Basically, just remember the congruity between these congruity. two. Congruity. I can't talk. Last <laughs> week. He's already dead. The congruity. Please remember the congruity between these two scenes and why it matters because of who Miranda is. And then. Please. We're not going to reveal we'll, it now because we'll we don't know We'll reveal it when yet. we reach the point of the yes, brink. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. When, uh, we when we reach the brink of somebody action. Somebody please start talking and take the mic. Uh, Christian, we're being mean, and I just want to apologize. No, no. It's, I, 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 I You've got to learn to laugh at yourself. You do. I don't apologize. You can't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but so then after, <laughs> You're pathetic, let's just huh? skip to the best scene in the movie. When is it? It, it the starts football a little, stadium. No, it <laughs> Just starts. To the end. It starts a little awkward when, like Catwoman, before we when they're going to Bane, that shot of the gun firing. It's like that strobe effect as he's getting as Batman's getting closer yeah, to the guy. That's the best shot of the whole film. I I love that. I didn't really think it was really cool. It's cool. Well, like I said, I was really cool. I went up to use the restroom and at this part, and I made something to eat. And during the scene where they were sneaking up. Catwoman and Batman, yeah, and going into the fight with Bane, I wasn't really watching that whole thing, but I did. I did stop doing what I was doing to watch the fight, as you should. It's pay per view, but it does it. Is it awkward? Like, is that all he want? He just wanted to go there to fight him, Batman. Well, he went there to stop him. Ah, and then he just starts in, and it's awkward. There's no music. No, and then and then you get the. When he goes to fight yeah, him. It's so when weird. He, and he's just punching him and just going crazy. I have and something like, to You're small. Yeah. Which is rare. Uh, no. He said, oh, there's no music. That was done way intentionally. Uh, oh, no, I like it. Please like do. It. Please no, explain. I know. Yeah. Really. But basically, Christopher Nolan's idea with that is like he wanted to bring out the performance of the, I guess this goes along with his ideas on dialogue and sound mixing, but. He wanted to bring out the performance. He wanted to make it more of the actor's performance and didn't want to lose that, all the nuance of the grunts and the whatever, to the music. Smart move. I like that. And you guys know I speak about it all the time. I did it in the last episode. I love it when they do that. Other times it's effective and awesome when you have a backtrack, but sometimes you just let the silence and just the sound design take over. Yep. And And if you listen to Bane, it's like, holy hell. He, he makes some strange ones, you know? He just, like, snarling. Well, because his mask. I know, but it sounds like well, a, a beast snarling almost. If a guy like Bane, big and bad is okay with wearing a mask. Y'all should be too, okay? Oh. Let's get through this together. But uh, Bane. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. No, and, sorry, Dane. Oh, yeah, sorry. Dane yeah. Cook. I I was saying that is. the entire time. I just didn't say it until you just said it. So thank you for doing that. Is he still uh, alive? I love all... Yeah. yeah. He just oh, yes. did a... He just hosted a live I table read. I don't care. A Facebook live table care. read of Fast Times at Richmond with Shia LaBeouf and Matthew McConaughey and Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Sean Penn. Um, hey, I care about maybe I one f- of those people. 
I can fix every part of this car. And I'll keep it a mystery. I don't know what that is. That was Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Dude, he was out of zone. He's a method actor even in this table. Anyway. Don't let your dreams become dreams. Bane. Just take, like, it shows his superiority. He, superiority? <clears throat> well, you? Oh. <laughs> the cool <laughs> thing is, you get a little bit of the Bane monologuing during this as well. It's actually pretty cool. Because it, it references both of their training by the lead. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. But we are initiated. Aren't we, Bruce? Members of the League of Shadows. Did you He did you says the exact he... same shit that Razal Ghoul says. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you it's no... powerful tools we, to the un Yeah. Yeah. But we are initiated. And then That was they, good. Yeah. That was really good. But wait you did you it kind of when he said when you be, then you betrayed us did he kind of sound like sorry vader we're losing right your there? signal <laughs> <laughs> didn't he sound like he sounded like vader to me just the way he said you betrayed us like he sounded like vader yeah he's like, a little bit and you betrayed us vader spain batman doesn't say a single word really and what is, no he doesn't yes. really speak during this he does it's mostly the bane. end when he's like okay oh, second and you want to talk about okay this is where like he talks good, about psychopaths the good choreography comes in mm-hmm. because bane does this freaking like spin around punch down thing yeah that that's thing. cool yeah that superman punch is what it's Man. called in the bits <clears throat> okay so little, i need to little, i need to watch this <laughs> scene Easter again and pay superman. more attention to it Okay, no. I guess so. I need to watch the scene again. It's yeah. a cool fight scene. Everything that Bane says is like fun. I have. Stuff I love to the say. water on his suit, mm-hmm. Batman's suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I have stuff. Now that we're in Bane's lair, I. Well, it's actually I need not a, his not, lair. It's Bruce's lair, kind of. Well, fine, but they, well, they refer to it as Bane's lair in the book. <laughs> so. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. So I'm going to talk about the aesthetic of Bane's lair too, because they did this. Obviously, you know, they built this as a set. Mm-hmm. This is not actually underground and so, but they built it all to kind of give it to jar the viewer and like make you uncomfortable. The lighting, you know, certain lighting in certain areas. And harsh. Did, yeah, harsh lighting and they gave it an industrial look. And so this is they're like, okay, we have the Batcave for Batman and we needed we needed Bane to have his own version of the Batcave. I was just and about so to say that. They they reflect their, their own characters is basically what they were going for. Bane, industrial, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Military. Bruce, Bruce, Batman is organic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Probably a vegan. <laughs> okay. And that kind of Although... goes into their characters too because Bane was made. Bane was shift. He was... Right. Everything created. special about him is in a mask. <laughs> the th- <laughs> Bruce turned himself into Batman kind of organically, I guess mm-hmm. you might could argue. Yeah. Bane was kind of forced into who he was by his circumstance. And that's the direct dichotomy between Bruce being a man of privilege, which we hear later on when he's in the pit. Mm-hmm. The difference the between... Yeah. I wasn't in the pit. The so, difference between yeah, Bruce sorry. and Bane are... Privilege versus having to work for it. Having yeah. to work for it. Um, and also, one more thing is like they wanted uh, the symbolism of a of something of a menace that was lurking below. You know, that was slowly. Yeah. They wanted that to bring that into the story as as of being outright with it right away. You know. What is the bat's natural predator? 
I am um, not. Look it up. Let's see. Jack Hanna or Steve Irwin. Or okay. Like okay. No one. <laughs> I don't know. Expects you to be. Um, natural enemy. Because I wonder if there's an allusion you. to that. Bats have few natural predators. Disease is one of the biggest threats. <laughs> so venom, disease. Owls, yeah, hawks, okay. and snakes eat bats. But that's nothing compared to the millions of bats dying from white nose syndrome. White noise. White nose syndrome. Oh, I'm sorry. I know how to read, Christian. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just because you know it doesn't okay, mean I, I know how to segment read. brought to you by... Google. I know how to read congruation. What are you saying? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Now <laughs> he's trying to make it into a joke. <laughs> yeah. What the hell okay, whatever. <laughs> but you could argue... We were talking about the natural With predators. yourself? No, I had no. A, idea, a thing about that. The natural Bane predator. Bane is like an owl? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, he's a gorilla. He yeah. fight. He's brutal. He's just he, bats I mean, are a, smaller. A, a, a gorilla and, could fuck up a bat. Yeah, like there it's just this like <laughs> versus the. <laughs> okay, no, I had something on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember it. So the teeth, the tongue, the lips. He said the line though. I will show you where I have made my home whilst preparing to bring justice. Then I will break you. Gives me chills every time because he says that in the comics. I think he says it in yeah. some animated oh. stuff too. Oh, so. wait a minute. I had it. I just got it. I'm sorry, Joel. Oh. No, no, you're not. Bane could uh, be... Con you. No, the League. <laughs> the League of Shadows. The League of Shadows could be comparable to a snake. Owls. Snakes or owls or the natural predators of bats because they're in the shadows. They're sneaky. What's that they one comic? They swoop down and get them. What's that one comic? The I have it right owl. here. The what? Owl comics. Oh, not that. Or the show. What's that storyline? Court the of what? Owls? Yeah, yeah that's, that. not, that's got nothing to do with this. Okay, cool. This is uh, inspired by the Nightfall comic. Nightfall with a K. Can't, like night. Gotcha. Like, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so we got that it. is the one where... <laughs> oh, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one where Bane bests Breaks Batman. his back? Yeah. He breaks his, his back? back? Yes. Wait, yes, it back. And what is the line he says as he does it? I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. Oh, your money. And then he does it. Breaks his back over his knee, like a twig, like he's like he's picking up sticks with his dad in the backyard and put him in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> well, Kindling. It's, just, it's just really. <laughs> It's this really, see, look. It's, it's picturing it's Batman red. in half. Yes. Like it's, the I've seen that image before yeah, right I saw the movie. I mean, they took yeah. it straight out yeah, of yeah, there. Yeah. Fans loved that, his I bet. back didn't bend like that because he's a real person. Right. That would have literally right. killed him. Right. The thing that gets me is the way that he punches his head in like that. Mm. In the cowl, the, the face mask just is dented. Right. And then he, he takes it off. And you the see the symbolism off. of the mask being crushed on one side and he tosses it in the water, right? Yeah, like he's just yesterday's trash. Oh, and we get we get a really nice transition. I don't think it's a real visual transition, maybe, but just the location transition from wet, industrial, cold layer of Bane to mm -hmm. the dry pit in the right. desert, where he's kind of in the same place. 
mm-hmm. you know? And that's an interesting aspect. Ooh. And so now, okay, so as Bane eventually got uh, his way, well, he got taken out of it, but he made him, he made his way out of that hole in one way or another. Now it's kind of like there's a symbolism of, okay, now he's underneath Gotham and he's waiting for his opportunity to rise up and and strike. Yeah. And we haven't yeah. we haven't talked about that element yet where this is uh another element from Batman Begins, the League of Shadows reemerging. Yeah. And full circle ring theory right there. You're bringing that element back from the very beginning of Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. And at this time this isn't this is more this is a great thing about Nolan combining those two aspects the realism of the dark knight versus the comic bookiness the more so comic bookiness of Batman begins with the theme of the microwave emitter whatever it's like a st- comic book story yeah whereas this movie takes the realism of the dark knight and adds in that comic book element of the League of Shadows reemerging, and with oh, a, there's a bomb, with there's a big a, ass bomb. Yeah, there's yeah. a nuclear bomb, and Batman's got to say that sort of idea. Except it's more, it fits within the more realistic trajectory that the series took. But I really like that, that bringing those elements back in, and it's the stick. He brings them back in, but raises the stakes, and the stakes are even higher now because where are they? They're underneath Wayne Tower. Applied yeah, Science his, Division, his, his, all his, his armory, 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 all his Batmobiles, all his, uh, tumblers, all his tumblers, what have you. Not the bat, though. He hid that. Yeah. That to me, that was like, oh man, like this is serious. Like this isn't a, this isn't just your average like oh comic book dastardly deeds like this is a ter- like a terrorist organization oh, yeah they made him a full blown terrorist yes. he is a terrorist yeah i mean just the visual imagery of the again the bridge is blowing up the football stadium speaking of visually like trapping visual, the police when the, i love how they have like the kids singing the national anthem oh, yeah. while all this is going on well, like it's so chilling wars. how yeah. it's just this calm before the storm yeah and the storm is coming well, mr wayne is, yeah and you're gonna to want to batten down the hatches, I tell you. And I do like that that little scene between Selena and Bruce at the charity ball, well, mm-hmm. Miranda's charity ball. I do like that dialogue. It's a brazen costume for a cat burglar. Yeah. Who are you pretending to be? Bruce Wayne, eccentric billionaire. Yeah. Who's your date? His wife's in Ibiza. She left her diamonds behind, though. Mm. Worried they might get stolen. It's pronounced Ibiza. You wouldn't want any of these folks realizing you're a crook, not a social climber. You think I care what anyone in this room thinks of me? I doubt you care what anyone in any room thinks of you. Don't condescend, Mr. Wayne. You don't know a thing about me. Well, Selena Kyle. I know you came here from your walk up in Old Town, a modest place for a master jewel thief, which means that either you're saving for retirement or you're in deep with the wrong people. You don't get to judge me just because you were born in the master bedroom of Wayne. Actually, I was born in the Regency room. I started out doing what I had to. Once you've done what you had to, they'll never let you do what you want to. Start fresh. There's no fresh start in today's world. Any 12-year-old with a cell phone could find out what you did. And I like her mask. It's like 
Catwoman. I mean, it reminded me of Casino Royale yeah, a little I bit. You. The, you. Oh, well, they're assuming things about each other, just like Vesper and James were in on mm-hmm. the train. And they're like, oh, well, you were went to college, blah, 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 and did this and that. Oh, well, you don't think I know much about you? It was kind of that similar back and forth vibe. Yeah. That ro- and it, it's got that romantic twinge to it, but I liked the again her her talking about that the the difference between the rich and the poor, and there's a storm coming, the people there's going to be a reckoning. I'm Gotham's reckoning. Mm-hmm. Keep seeing that them- thematic material coming he has in. So many good lines in this movie, and it does make me think about our current situation in this country. Mm-hmm. Where there, if people don't get their act together and start to realize some things, there is going to be a reckoning, and you're seeing it already. Mm. Yeah, he's not as menacing as Bane, though. No, <laughs> but uh, but that's just that stuff interests me, and I could take him. That's what. Yeah, I want. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the contents of the documentary I yeah. looked into today too much. I want to save that for the next episode. Okay. But <clears throat> there's a lot of great stuff in this act, including Bane's jacket. Dude, that jacket, yeah. like that aviator That is a cool jacket, jacket man. I want that jacket. And there's how he breaks the neck. Like, that's so cool. It's cool how it's edited Oh, the shot. guy? How you kind of hear wide the mic shot? feedback. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I think the mic feedback was a little too much when he threw it on the ground. I don't. I like it. I know you're audio junkie, but it was it's aesthetically pleasing. It was great. It was great. And then he, he is transported and to then the you prison, get... which is we don't know where. And he, I wish we did. Oh, the new prison? What if You're it's talking just about in Bruce? Gotham? Yeah, he takes him to the prison. Right. To the whole prison. And do, we learned about the backstory of the pit in the last Kinda. act, right? We learned it, more about well, it. Well, because Alfred explains there was a child Bane's history. Yeah. And there was, a, yes, there was a child come out. And how it's shot and edited to make it make you think, oh, that's Bane. That's Bane. Right. No hair. We think. Little we, boy. But yes. Yes. But that's more in this. They fooled me. That's more in this. Oh, me too. Right. They fooled um, me until I realized it. And I I guess it wasn't one of those instances where they gave it away too soon. No, they, they didn't tricked even me. Hint really right. at it. I mean, I don't mean Unless to... you know the actress. No, right. I did not know the actress. Joey King. So. Joey King. But um, I was fooled. Me too. Me too. Fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really good. But okay. what other stuff in this second act do we want to talk about? Oh, um, uh, we don't talk about Blake that much. We got to focus on no, him. He's just being a good cop and helping Gordon. He becomes a detective in this, which kind of a foreshadow for well, what his future might hold. I hate to say it, but we went right past his scene with Bruce in the first act. Oh yeah, he talks he's to see, him. And he's he seeking him for information about oh Harvey Dent's murder. Yeah, because he, he, he knows, knows he, he knows he knows that it's Batman's Bruce Wayne. Listen to Jeannie, dear. Jeannie knows you've got to get your mind off this incessant waiting. What? It's from Aladdin, King of Thieves. Robin oh, Williams. Jeannie turns into Mrs. Doubtfire oh, in he? that movie. Oh, that's cool. Kind of it is cool. It is cool. Do you want to watch it? Maybe we'll do the Aladdin. Seen Maybe it. we'll do the Aladdin franchise. Yeah, seen it. <laughs> no, it's good. There, Blake, John, I like him. I like. He's I went good, into the movie thinking he's a good cop because I had good sidekick. An, I had an irrational, real kind of an irrational negative opinion of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Why? Love Maybe love it. 
Maybe it's because of the John last Lovett. Jedi, huh? He didn't love it. He, He's not in Who did he play in The Last Jedi? But I told him not to yeah. park there. They can't park there. And that and to they me... just went on parking and went into the casino. I think that's the best part of that movie. There's the possibly side the whole, Possibly the whole you franchise. You should shove your microphone up. <laughs> no. We no. just love messing with Joel because yeah. we know how much he doesn't I know, like that I, film. I turned around but on that movie. No, Joseph Gordon-Levitt does a, a really good performance. And you see the classic when he's talking to Bruce in Wayne Manor. He He's kind of exposing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, you get the tight, the tracking shot going in on him as he's going through his story, which is a technique that when someone's giving an intimate monologue you, Let you know bring him closer and that's what you see happen also in cool cinematic technique in uh selena kyle and bruce's dance i think mm-hmm. at first you get a wide shot and then you see the camera kind of get up and close them. and it just yeah. that must have been a bitch to edit <laughs> just keeping nice the 180 degree rule intact yeah. yeah that'd be tough you know but it's just i i like blake yeah, I, I would have enjoyed watching him. He's doing way more detective work than Batman ever did in these yeah, movies. Yeah, that's but true. But it foreshadows kind of what he becomes. Detective. Yes, it does. Yeah. We'll he's, get to that now. Hey, the apple doesn't we'll fall far from the tree. Fall from the tree. <laughs> and they park there. Fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson number one. No. And, that's... Ooh, Another thing that Sorry, hints, another another thing that hints is when Blake catches wind of those guys, the cement truck, who are who are blocking mm. the exits at the stock exchange, so that Bane can escape. They're forming an escape room, room route, but they're faking it. <laughs> You're they're in full fake. Form. I can't talk. Rare but, form, Christian. But he confronts him, shoots him, kills him, and you see him like look at the gun and toss it. Oh, yeah. Like, and then he he does stop yeah. being a cop at the end of the thing. Yeah. So. Well, detective. I just, I really like the scene with Bruce yeah. because it sets up that, you know, we know who he's destined to become. You're formatting, you're forming that connection with Bruce and how they're kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And, but how I, they, but then, both their I, fathers <laughs> were murdered. John Blake is similar to Tim uh, Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. Well, who's Tim Drake? He's a hmm. second rug. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. Whoa. Whoa. Anyway. Anyway. John Blake. <laughs> John Blake. I didn't catch guy. that. I didn't catch Drake. Yeah, Tim I didn't catch Drake, that. But that's cool. But I, I he's he's given great performance. He's in helping the movie. Gordon. He's given a great he performance. He escapes with Gordon because yes. they want to kill him. That was a good scene too, yeah, and you actually care scene. about what happens to you Gordon. Do. You do. Like I'm like, oh shit, like Gordon's in the hospital, all the lights are shutting down, the bridges are exploding, mm-hmm. Gotham is falling. Clay the corners, rookie. Yeah. Um we talked a lot about Act Two there. I'm yeah. That's pretty this much. This could have been another that's four pretty much act it. thing. All three of these were like really hard to figure out the acts. Like they could have been four acts. But do you want to go to Act Three, Joel? Do you have any more from the Bible? The Bat Bible, sorry. Okay. <laughs> if so you can't you laugh at yourself. Seeing as what I just said like two minutes ago. Yeah, so. the Bat Bible. But here we uh, go. You you want me to go to Act Three, Christian? Yeah. Alright, let me let me wait so nobody's interrupting me. Act three. <laughs> I did kind of do that on purpose. But act act three. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, just your little <laughs> Oh 
Gotham is now run by Bane and his army. All Bruce can do is watch from his prison cell until he gets some last-minute motivation from the ghost of Raz al Ghul. Am I saying that right? We hear the tale of Raz's child escaping the prison, and we are to believe it is Bane. As Bruce's back heals, he attempts and fails to climb out of the prison. Back to Gotham, the police are trapped underground beneath rubble, where apparently they can't grow facial hair. John Blake and a group of militia cops sneak in plain sight around Gotham to try to stop the bomb from detonating. Bane has a whole judicial system set in place, led by Supreme Justice Dr. Crane, who sentences people to death or exile, which we learn are one and the same when Jim Gordon is captured. Back at Hell Prison, Bruce is apparently fully healed and healthy and confident enough to try the escape plan without the safety rope that should have killed him anyway because when he fell he already has a broken back should have be fell from a long he's big and Batman and Bruce can just fall from any distance and he's good he makes it out and fast travels Skyrim style back to Gotham where he meets up with Selina and hatches a plan because Batman can only operate at night so during the day it gives him ample time to set up a bat symbol out of gasoline so when night falls he can announce his arrival by having Jim light it up. Bane shakes in his boots but uh, a little shiver runs up his spine but is still confident (laughs) that he will win. (laughs) Thank you. The cop army takes on Bane's army and Batman finally faces Bane again in a fight that should have been won again by Bane, but Bruce has been doing some push-ups, so he's unstoppable. He weakens Bane by breaking his face mask and we get the mothership of all twists. Miranda Tate is actually Talia Al Ghul, Roz's daughter, and she... (laughs) was the child that escaped, and Bane was her friend's own protector. He cries while she goes to blow up the city, but then he gets blown up by Catwoman on the Batpod. Batman teams with the cops to get the bomb, and somehow without setting it off while hitting it on everything in the city, he gets it far enough away for to, to safely explode and Gotham to be safe, and somehow during that, he is ejected but nobody saw it and he was still far enough away to not be blown up himself he fixed the autopilot alfred cries at his funeral with quotes catwoman gets her clean slate jim gordon unveils a batman statue john blake reveals his name is wait for it robin and he gets the keys to the bat cave setting up a movie we never got bruce makes sure his house becomes a home for at-risk kids Alfred's Paris fantasy comes true as he sees Bruce and Selena having drinks together. It's a lot to unpack, a lot to chew up. And uh, if Bruce had read the comics, he'd know that Raz al Ghul did not have a son. He had a daughter. So there you go. Talia al Ghul. Yeah, they hid that very nicely because she never. They did. They, they never did. like. She always. She seems legit like a good guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like there's never that shot where it's like, well, what about this? And she's like, yes. What about that? There's nothing revealing it at all. Right. And again, I didn't read the comics, so I didn't know Ryan well, had a daughter. The, the fireplace scene, going back to that. That's act two. We find, I know, but we on. find out who she really is in this right. act, and it relates to that. That's why so, I brought it up. Ducard, Talia. At first, I was like, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I liked how they handled, because Talia Al Ghul is like big. Bottom? You know what I'm saying? Well, like. That's a big deal for me, especially being a fan of the Arkham series. 
Talia Al Ghul is like a huge. Am I saying that char- right? Talia Al Ghul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. It's Raish. Um, <laughs> it's Talia. So, uh, yeah. At first, I was like, "Do I like how they're handling this?" I don't know. Uh, you know, and I, I think of random things like, what would have, what would a Lazarus Pit plot line looked like? Ooh, and, you know, what I'm saying I am aware seems interesting. That. You know, uh, but then I kind of backspaced all my notes on. That. I was like, no, I like it. You know, and I like how they, they made, they stayed true they kind of stayed true to the uh romance between uh bruce wayne and talia al ghul okay you know because that's a big thing you know in other stories they have a child together the thing about it is they've told a fine line between keeping her identity hidden and having a almost a deus ex machina sort of thing where woman behind the curtain sort of thing. I, it is I, Talia Al Ghul, coming from out of nowhere and sort I'm of thing. And I'm here to fulfill my father's destiny. Yeah. <laughs> you turn into... No, I legit feel bad for Bane, though. Like, um, when he starts to struggle with the uh, with the face mask thing, he's trying to get it back on, and he does it like, uh, I feel bad for him. I just I do I feel bad because I don't well, like seeing people suffer. You kind of I you can you f- kind of feel empathy for them, mm-hmm. and then especially learning okay the real story. I just got it when Bane and Batman when you were going through your summary when Bane and Batman are fighting and Batman's like bashing the heck out of his mask his weak point essentially. Mm-hmm. It's paralleling ring theory when Bane was punching the crap out of his helmet. Mm-hmm. So I really like that, that kind of visual thematic. You really see the MMA come out, too. Yeah. When he, he just keeps man. pushing the the cement wall. Yeah. I like that part. But I got to say, I really didn't like how Bane went from being the massive villain of the movie to getting blown up by the bat pod and never seen blown again. Up. Boom. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that. Oh, yeah, I, I did even, not like that. I didn't that. even not a fan. He's but, yeah. he's the big intimidating villain the whole movie, and then Talia comes steps into the spotlight, and Bane becomes second right. fiddle and just blown to bits. Or, Which, or, no, he was blown have, away. He might have. He survived. was blown away. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna blow. He's, <laughs> <laughs> but I. She's well, gonna no, blow because, him up. You get the, yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> you get this the idea of Bane almost faking it like oh well now that she's gone i can beat you up i'm gonna kill you like mm-hmm. that, i don't know mm-hmm. but i didn't yeah it just it kind of it speaks kind of to bane's character i guess you could say makes him human. where i like it it's almost like well what does that say about his relationship to her like because you can assume it are they working hand in hand together yeah, like equally or is she higher than him now because she is the inheritor of the league she's rather good he understands that she is but then he doesn't him, obey she, her his, she her says protector. she tells him not to hurt him don't and then kill him whoa and don't. he does it anyway he no, he, he, threat, he doesn't because nah, catwoman nah. stops him but he's going to do it anyway we both know that i have to kill you now You'll just have to imagine the fire. 
I have to kill you now. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I like did. how he went out. That was just cheap to yeah, me. Yeah, it was. And then yeah. Talia from that point on is not a fitting. At that point, it doesn't become like, I guess you could say it doesn't become a physical man, a physical villain in itself. You're yeah. fighting the idea and the philosophy of the League of Shadows, the abstract right. of that, which is kind of compelling. Yeah, but, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I just, uh, I'm I'm realizing. Go just, ahead, no. I, I did, <laughs> the, the, I, I refuse. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just picked up on it now, like talking about it. I guess because I was just so focused on Talia and like how much do I like how she ties into the story that I didn't really, it didn't register with me that Selena just bursting through the doors and blowing uh, Bane away, you know, and then that's it. That's all we like that yeah. register as cheap to me until now. I thought especially that's with like shoehorned cop out and like. That- Exactly, and, and let's be honest. You know, you put kind of like Ivan, Talia El Ghul, in this movie up against Batman physically. I mean, that's that would so have that, been awesome. Yeah, but not as much so as. And Bane. it kind of would have been reflection so of from of, earlier. Yeah, but it kind of felt. I guess that part of the movie is like, oh well, now she's the big bad for the last ten minutes of the movie. You know, and even and, that, yeah. yeah, it's not her being a villain is not compelling. And then after that, she just turns into an emotionless drone basically Mm -hmm. shoot them shoot them all yeah and then she's just looking straight ahead blinkless like why like what is her has she when she was a child she went seeking her father during her monologue which is also a little irritating that there's this big epic fight going on between the cops and the anarchists and (laughs) kind of a culmination of what joker Mm -hmm. wanted and he was going to be in this. They're in this this room with Batman getting shivved, and <laughs> she she's going off on Sorry, this monologue and telling her life story. Like, it doesn't really <laughs> fit. And the knife ring theory there, because she talks about the slowness yeah. of the knife. And, and well, it's, the you kind of get a similar idea. The League of Shadows is like the Sith. Where they're just waiting and biding their time. Yeah, but also and during that waiting, the knife, knife is getting deeper and deeper yeah the joker says he uses that's, a knife yeah that's my what i was talking oh about. i'm sorry i get it now that's yeah, cool that's go. cool good thanks. parallel good parallel thanks <laughs> i dig it i dig it saw myself but the whole i was gonna say I'm some more say. about the league oh, what was i gonna say i don't think you need to no <laughs> i am the league of shadows and I've oh come to i got it good okay yeah <laughs> This is where it gets interesting. What is the League's motivation here? What is their stated motivation? It's to bring Gotham down because Gotham is corrupt. And what Bane says earlier, they're living on borrowed time. Mm -hmm. So he sees Batman, and I guess maybe Ducard's Phantom, the Phantom Menace, if you will, uh, tells this to uh, Joel's rolled, <laughs> but no, doesn't he say something about that along the lines of that? Like you, even you, I'm here to ensure the League of Shadows fulfills its duty to restore balance to civilization. You yourself fought the decadence of Gotham for years, with all your strength, all your resources, all your moral authority, and the only victory you could achieve was a lie. Now you understand 
Gotham is beyond saving. No. I must be allowed to die. You've only bought Gotham time. Mm -hmm. And you kind of get that idea from what earlier in the movie with corruption eking back in mm -hmm. without Batman being around. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How that kind of gave them their motivation, the fact that the corruption overtook Gotham in their eyes and their their the apathy, eyes, yeah. In their eyes what they're doing is a righteous thing and they you know like you said he's still on the same mission as Ronzel Ghoul cuz Ronzel Ghoul is like oh we cleanse everywhere bane bane might <laughs> you know even our buttholes even, nope. yeah. okay. <laughs> okay even well bane might think that is the real mission but i think talia does she really buy into the league of shadows doctrine or is she just doing it as a dad. personal act of vengeance against batman and bruce wayne after what he did to her father, I think it's that and his legacy. Because yeah. she, she wants to take down, she wants to take down Batman and Bruce and his legacy of Gotham, mm -hmm. being Gotham's white dark knight. I think that's what it deep down is about. Mm -hmm. I would agree, and with that's that. that's uh, which is kind of compelling. But that part isn't explicitly stated, yeah. which I love. I love that they didn't come out and say that in a monologue. They kept it to to read into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's uh, towards the end here is where they start to stray from true to form as far as uh, Talia is concerned. Well, and then she go. Of, I I saw a video where they someone made fun of her the way she died. Dude, yeah. it's so bad. Just, her eyes. Huh. Yeah, so bad. No, I and then also, <laughs> I mean, this that's bothered me. That's the best me. take they had. The this bothered yeah. me. Yeah, the Marianne. Fact that this big romance or whatever, it's essentially thrown away. You know, she just like turns yeah. out to be a bitch. Well, it was forced at the beginning anyway. Yeah, it was never meant to last. But well, like I, said, I lost my money. Bone me. Being a purist, my it's like I want to see the because, like I said, in in the other hey. in the extended universe and <laughs> in, in animation and whatever the hell, like Talia and Bruce have a full blown romantic relationship they have a fucking Weird. kid together i didn't know that you know? who's the kid become damian wayne oh yeah i've heard yeah. that name so i don't know any which of that I, stuff. we don't that's it doesn't really fit what into i do this know. universe but i'm saying is yeah, only hinted they at. pretty much killed it off uh with and it just kind of fell flat at the end there they it's killed like, it oh, off i'm a traitor i i'm gonna stab you and by killing her off no opportunity for damian wayne to become a well a i know that but i'm saying the fact that you Almost know, like we could have used one. Well, you could have had Damian yeah. Wayne show yeah. up in all a of this, John so, Blake movie. I'm just so bitter about all this, right? Because this is teed up a for this universe to keep going. You know, it was this never is, meant to, though. I don't care what it was meant to do. It's what should be done. This isn't the movie no. we deserved, but it's the one we. <laughs> that was stupid. I'm, I apologize. That's not it. But <laughs> no, but you got. You said it was forced the relationship, like yeah. I. We were just out. I just in, think it we were just out in the cold rain. Expanded and, upon. Uh, you really need to wear a bra, Miranda. <laughs> but hey, uh, I, I can make I us up know. some hot chocolate. We we got a fireplace. We can. In the other bottom room. line is Talia. I think and Alfred's gone. Being a weak, <laughs> a weak character. That's all. Yeah, no, she's great until like the end, and it's kind of like a forced thing. I get what you're saying. I get it, but um, I, I just I don't how how. How did Bruce get back to Gotham? 
it doesn't i don't think it matters he really. it matters no. <laughs> but i oh no 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 it's right there the prison's just right there if you don't pay attention you do get this you don't catch how much time has passed between him being thrown in the pit and what's going on in gotham a lot of because time. it's been well you can tell by the weather but mm-hmm. you don't they kind of do spell that out too with the three months comment mm-hmm. it's kind of chilling not because of snow, haha. Ha. But because, uh, funny story, Mark, but because Be- uh, Bruce is in the prison, you know, working on his body because Roz's ghost coming back and threatening him with, my mission will be completed, whatever. He can't stand it. He works out. He's working out doing push ups and he sees on the TV and people's bodies hanging from one of the bridges. Leading oh, in and out of God. He's like, he's like I'm not scared. I'm angry. And that's how he's able to. More push ups. Yeah. And that's a ring theory. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> See, there's a lot. I, I do get a kind of a Deathly Hallows vibe, too, from this movie. Mm, Don't you? Uh, no. Because, no, with. <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, the final battle being kind of unconventional. Well, I think this one is a little better than Deathly oh. Hallows' final battle, but I, I guess I Thematically, get what it's kind of similar where. You have, well, no, you do kind of have a similar idea. You have these grand entrances, Harry in the Deathly Hallows in the Great Hall. He's disguised as one of the, the students. Dead. Yes. You have Batman with the with with the signal on How the bridge. He... That was effing Sidebar. awesome, dude. Yeah, but why? That was awesome. That doesn't make any sense for him to do that. Because it's a symbol. Okay, but it's when did theatrics. he have time to do that? And how did he do it's it? It's theatrics. It doesn't, I don't think People it really matters. People could have died I mean. by him spending, what, hours a day up there painting honest, this thing in I gasoline? Just, I honestly don't think it really matters. I just think it wasn't logical. But it didn't I, make any sense. One thing we... No, it was awesome. It was cool the looking, bat, what it just the, didn't make any sense. I thought it was awesome. I was like, that is awesome. When I saw it. It is, but it doesn't make sense. Joel? What is? What else is awesome is we haven't talked anything about it. The soundtrack. Mm. The music. <laughs> ah, what are oh, they saying? I just... Oh, that's what I yeah, have to say. go uh, on it. What are the lyrics? Uh, Dishi Basra, Basra. Dishi Basra. Gotcha, what's that mean? Whatever. Uh, it's like Moroccan or something. Uh, it means rise, the doctor ri- said. Rise up. Rise up, yeah. So it's D sheep basura basura D sheep basura basura. They really beat that dead horse. To when death I saw the theme, I that was the one song I bought off the CD or the album back when the movie came out. You know, if you bought the CD, well, uh, you had shut, all your of them. shut your mouth, shut your mouth. I bought the CD, and the one song I bought off that CD. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Gotham's Reckoning is the name of the track. It's the very first. Makes sense. The 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 song from Act One, the, the airplane scene. It's kind of Bane's theme. It's awesome, dude. It's cool. It's good. And it's it really good. fits it's like pumped. just the the rising action of the sequences, the the stakes being raised, all of it. It's it's just cool. The driving percussion, it got me. It's kind of reminding me of Mad Max a little bit. Fury Road and how expertly music was used in yeah. that film. Mad Max takeaway here. When 
when they're uh, doing the chase scene. Well, the whole movie's a chase. Yeah, what are you talking? But about? the ending, when the big, when they're neck and neck and they're blowing gasoline into the engine, and just that the whole man, the what, the tension. That's the word I'm looking there it for. Is. The the rising tension in that, kind of like with uh, Joker's music, how it kind of rises yeah, in razor its razor blade. Yeah, string. It just it's it's great. I love it. I love it when they use music to that effect. It's it might be loud and percussive, but it fits. Yeah, they match it to the character. Yeah. Yeah. And you okay over there? Yeah. What's your got? You got something going on? I got an itch on my back. I can't reach it. My what back is broken. <laughs> Spinal. <laughs> what did you guys think about the big, uh, big epic fight between cops and robbers, essentially? <laughs> It was cool. I'm not making fun of it. I thought it was cool. 2020. Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. Kind of. Except in this movie, the cops are the good guys. <laughs> well, cops are good guys. Don't mix up the bad cops oh, right. with the good ones here. Right. Right. Kind of like not all the writers are the. Okay. When I watched this movie in 2012, that I misremembered it the whole time. From here. From here to there, there and back again. Cops are Robo, the good guys. I, I need to go on record as saying that. Yes, cops are the good guys. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. He might... I was just <sighs> thinking about that. Like, okay, no, I, uh, uh-uh. uh. The thing good. we're trying to say is there are bad cops out there who are not trained correctly. Cops have too much responsibilities on their shoulders, but there are good, empathetic, quality cops. Is what we're saying. Same as the. Uh, there are bad apples. And what's the expression? A bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Sure. That's, it shouldn't. Uh, yeah. What? No, I still eat the other apples if there's one bad one. <laughs> kind of like a moldy piece of bread. He invents his own you. words. I didn't invent that. I didn't invent that. You can cut off mold off cheese and eat it. Okay. But uh, original point, we got sidetracked again. That's what we no, do. That's what what we did do. you guys think about the, the clash there? No, it was cool. I liked it. And I liked how within it, Batman and Bane were fighting amongst them. It's not like yes. they had their own arena right. off to the side. It, and it's now, not like, it really would have been Deathly Hallows if they did that. It, it's yeah, not and like everybody just started watching. One of these cliched things where oh, everybody else stops, so the two... Right, they keep fighting. Yeah. Two leaders. Like it would have been a fight club sort yeah. of and thing. bodies no. are just getting tossed yeah. at them and they're just throwing them but aside. The thing about misremembering it, that I remembered it now. Oh. <laughs> but I thought Batman was like walking with them. Like leading the charge, oh, I I thought in my mind, I but what is it? What better. do they call that? The Mandela effect. I thought that's yes, what it yes. was. But no, it was awesome seeing the bat fly in, like swoop above and give like all the cop, like the little the cop army, all of Gotham's cops, that like morale boost, and they're like cheering and fist pumping, and they just charge at each other. That was cool. Yeah. Even the domestic warfare, if you will. Call of Duty domestic warfare, but good one. Anybody else think Battlefield Gotham? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like it. No, Hard was, line it was is a, what I'm it saying. Was a, it was powerful imagery, is what it was. That part got me pumped really cool. at the theater. Yeah, it got me pumped, got me hyped, and then Batman finds. Yeah, it was cool. And then, well, was, that's why it reminds me of Harry Potter. Because you got all the students and everyone fighting in Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. and it's very oh, unconventional. Yeah. And then you, you got all the citizens of Gotham and yeah. the police clashing. And you got Voldemort and Harry fighting each other amongst the fighting. Mm-hmm. And then you 
you got Bane and Bruce fighting each other yes, okay. amongst everybody. I, on that point, and I can... You got the big yes. epic comebacks and everything, and they're mm-hmm. they're returning from exile or what, that sort of theme. I'm done. What do you think? I thought, but then I thought, eh. When, okay. when he goes back to, to the Batcave, who put his suit back? Does he have multiple? Well, of course he does. Oh, I think he's got multiple. Yeah. So why he wasn't one this one the... missed opportunity? This one could have been like a different suit. Right. Like, you know, like the reveal of a new suit. Not a cheesy one like Batman and Robin where it's silver, but like a cool, like it has the original Bat logo on it or something, you know? I just thought that would have like, been cool. That would have right. been cooler if it was the OG Batman Begins suit. That's what I'm saying. And it would have yeah. been symbolic that Robin has to start where Bruce the started. The head. Mm. wouldn't have turned like a hybrid like I had that symbol or something I don't know or like he had to make a new suit and it was makeshift or something it looked like Adam West's just... 1966 movie so we're just going to talk about the end of the film here and how everything gets teed up everything gets teed up at the yeah. end yeah and then don't forget about the uh, and the then bat. the bat software update yeah, yeah. okay explain this to what? me what yeah how did he get out when did he fix Okay, that I'm not concerned about. He fixed the autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. He did. I went. Oh man, it's how like did I got he? Thought, I got thoughts about how that. Did I think we all do. Eject in a spot that was far enough to not get blown up. <sighs> There's where did he land? How did he get out of that spot? And how do they not do see him? Do you want him? to take this one? I can give you my Be- take on it. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, I want. There's two takes on this. You can take. Oh, okay. I got yeah. Go on that. Oh, the Bat Bible. I think, I hope this is where you're going, but. Uh, Yes, it is. Very important. Because to me, that was just kind of a hole. Either he blew up and survived it, or he ejected somewhere where nobody saw him and landed in the water and swam back. And that bomb was said to have a six mile radius. Yeah. All right. So there's two schools of thought on this. And uh, so basically, at the end of the film, either you think he lived or you think he died. Exactly. And so, the thing is, is that, okay, so, bottom line is he did all this. You're wondering about the software update and whatever to the the bat. He did all this. He made all these preparations. He got his estate in order. You know, this was done somewhere along the way, I want to say within the time frame of this movie. Within the eight years? Or within the eight years or something, because this is recent. Like, he would have to anticipate something, you know? Mm -hmm. So, he's, that, that what's happened you know they say oh six months ago by bruce wayne it's not like he survived and oh i'm gonna go do this software patch or whatever this update for the yeah and do this and that so but where it gets into two different schools of thought so basically you have christian bale saying oh i always thought that you know that the ending sequence when alfred sees him is like he's really there you know this according to christian bale Batman, you know, he's saying that, uh, yeah, he's there. Like, I always thought that he got out and he just retired. And, well, me too. And then, then Christopher Nolan is like, well, I always thought it was a dream, more of a daydream where he was just seeing things. And so that's why <laughs> it's just open-ended. And it's also okay. kind of what makes so me more bitter. So let's say he lived. So. Do we got... When did he eject? Okay, that doesn't make any sense because the bomb has a six mile radius. There's no way he would have ejected himself six miles. 
<laughs> like out into the water because they would have seen Gotham. him yeah, just picturing yeah <laughs> just flying through he the gave air. himself up no guys he's right a, a, there a, a wilhelm oh. scream and yeah. Did, yeah or goofy yeah <laughs> yeah. We just see a black spot in the distance fall down. And I was yeah. like, wait, he didn't set. He's right there. Guys, that's Bruce. He's right there. So but no. this is this is uh, my opinion on the matter. Do, do we each have a preference as to what we think happened to him? Do we think he he's survived? He's alive, but that also doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because okay. he's alive. They wouldn't have introduced the autopilot be alive? thing. He's- they wouldn't have introduced the autopilot thing if he wasn't alive because that you, hands oh he fixed it so that means he ejected and it autopiloted on. that's what you can assume yeah they wouldn't have introduced it's a little that. it's a mystery box uh tactic okay jj what do you think joel i guess i didn't think of it that way the autopilot carrying there's the a bomb reason out further or there's whatever, a reason they introduced that he fixed it i just read it at face value but at, what, he, he made all these preparations and i'm like he's dead like in my opinion yeah he might be dead but then again you're teeing up a new a new film and you know they could have started with robin being batman, batman which is begins con- confusing again. you know um nightwing begins so that's a little un- unclear it's like oh we're gonna give him we're gonna tell people it's robin but then we're gonna make him batman like what? Okay, uh, but, but yeah, with no. the autopilot, the way they cut it, it looks as if he's inside the bat. But it's a right. close up on him, they, so he could be ejected, falling through the air. Could he be in, in another tumbler? We don't know. No. But the way it's cut, going off the way it's cut, you're led to assume that he's in the bat and he's flying. He's getting ready for the moment. Well, when I guess the bomb's he could have been. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> what if the reason it's banging the bomb on everything is because it's the autopilot? It's just going. It's not worrying about what's hitting and stuff. He ejected no, a while you ago. I his reactions. Within, I know, but yes. It's just, I don't like. <laughs> when did he get out and how did nobody see no, him? No, let me tell you, like, Mike. Right before he got up to the sky, so then he's within Gotham and he's hiding and everybody thinks he's there, so that's when he makes his getaway as the bat is making a diversion let me tell you my read on this yes please i would have preferred that bruce ended up dying at the end of this film i would have preferred that they ended up not putting in the autopilot scene i would have preferred that they didn't show him with alfred or the alfred sequence is fine the alfred scene with him and selena is fine because you can take that as a uh, apparition sort of thing Like Alfred seeing what he wants to see. Old Alfred's just—he's <laughs> having too many damages. <laughs> but I'll tell you why, and this is something that I caught just—I think earlier today, or while I was watching, or while I was editing the Dark Knight episode. In Rachel's letter, she talks about how she can't see the day coming where bat where he where bruce cannot live without batman and you see alfred earlier in this movie talking to bruce and pleading with him not that he doesn't want him to be batman anymore your body can't take it and i don't want to bury another wayne rachel's telling him i can't i won't i can't be in love with you because the day that comes when you don't need batman i don't think it's gonna ever come but when and if it does i will be there the only way that Bruce Wayne should have been separated from Batman is through death. And through death is the well, way that he would have death. been reunited with Rachel. 
But instead, that should have been the way. That should have been the way his story ended, given Rachel's letter. Fair enough. Yes, that would have been very poetic. I just thought of another thing. But they left that door open at the end of this movie. I think I don't know if the door is as open as we think because. It's the How same thing Alfred, with the Joker card. If, if it was like a, if he if, if he was daydreaming and didn't really and Bruce wasn't really there, he wouldn't have projected that he's with Selena Kyle. Alfred doesn't know her. He doesn't know their relationship. So having so what, her Bruce there, Bruce and Selena are cat burglaring now. No, they're just together. Catman? They've both retired from that. She has the clean slate, mm. and he's dead, so he can do whatever he wants. He used the clean slate as well, I believe. Sure, but Alfred wouldn't have projected. He wouldn't have seen her with him. So that that supports the fact that he is really alive. Is what I'm saying. Mm. But it's not as compelling. I feel it's not as no, compelling. But that's thematically what it is. She wouldn't have been there. It would but have been a random woman or just him. It does open the door for an eventual sequel in the Nolan verse yeah, with John Blake becoming Yotham's new protector and Bruce Wayne, kind of the Batman Beyond sort of thing, where Bruce Wayne can be his wingman. What if they did it? I think they like, should. What if, what, 20 years later almost now, the at Comic-Con, the DC panel just... <sighs> What would hey, they call it though? Nightwing begins. No. Batman begins again. <laughs> What's what is Robin's alias? Like they called Batman the Dark Knight, the Caped Crusader. The Boy Wonder. They... <laughs> the Boy Wonder begins. But he would be Batman. That's what's stupid. It's like, oh, we're gonna make him Robin, but guess what? Well, I don't I think he would respect the the symbol of Batman mm-hmm. and create his own persona. Batman Beyond, yes. Which I really like the the Batman statue too. But then there's too many That's Batman cool. movies going on. Or is it a multiverse of Batman? You got Ben Affleck. He's returning for another thing. He's not really done. But Robert Pattinson's doing his own thing. And then Michael Keaton is going to be in one. What I think it would be fine. What are we doing? Here? I think it would we can't be have fine. Too many Batman. People would Batman. people would go to the theaters. Of to see course, it. I'd watch it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't like. People it. would probably would. flip out, especially if Dur- Nolan was either either directing or producing. Eva is mother or his father. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) I read an interesting thing about what's the Joker's role in this film. It is not. He's not in it. At all. I don't think there's a role at all. He kept it completely out of it. But in universe, in universe, the Joker's still around. But what happened to him during the events of The Dark Knight Rises, we don't know. I read an interesting article where it discussed when Bane threw the city into martial law and all the prison inmates got let out. Which I just remember the scene where Selena grabs that guy at dude's wrists and like twists him. Little closer, Why, honey? You want to hold my hand? She's going to be fine. Mm hmm. That hurt. Mm hmm. That was kind of cool. I really wish. <laughs> this was like Chris Farley. That, that was pretty cool. You remember, you remember that? Remember that? <laughs> that was cool. Remember when you grabbed I, that guy's wrist? I wish the Joker was... I wish they had some like unused footage, but I get it. It was a I smart get it. move I get to it not too. use him or reference him but at you, all. But it, it, you do kind of wonder what, what happened doing? to the Joker in the in universe. I would assume he was moved out of Gotham in this prison. Or was like, he executed? So secure, maybe. But just either that or so secure, you wouldn't know where he was. 
and he wouldn't be able to escape no matter what. It makes sense. I that guess they in would the novelization, like maximum security. He went to Arkham, I believe, and that the article said. In, mm. in uh, I'd like to think he went somewhere else. I, I wouldn't care really, yeah. but. Dark Knight Rises. What do you think about what is your what do you think about this closing chapter? What do you like it? <laughs> what I don't what? know. Do I like it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you like it? <laughs> well, I was what, it I think satisfying? you both have lost the ability to speak. Uh, but <laughs> it's late. It, is. it actually late. is it's now. It's late. It's eleven oh five. It's late. late. Yeah. I want to uh, go to bed before. You can't midnight. record a Batman pod episode mm-hmm. at in day. In day, no. Honestly, you the if you want to know my honest opinion. We do. Honestly. Yes. Honest. Yes. <laughs> Gow. Uh, uh, least favorite of the trilogy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't reveal I'm your not, hand. I'm but. not going into any of that, but I will just say out front, like, it was hard for me to, in the sense, like, rewatching it was more difficult than I knew. Like Whatever happened to like, Mr. Reese? Anybody? I don't care. I Nobody guess cares? it's okay. uh, Mr. <laughs> Reese. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just don't. I just. I just think in the end, <laughs> in the end, a lot of things fell flat for me. And ah, see, I think I just. I'm wrecked. just too bitter. Like I can't get over the fact that. <laughs> and this isn't. Everything fell correct. No, it fell erect instead of flat. What? <laughs> erect. Okay, anyway. The Dark Knight erects. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joel. I in, I'm sorry. Literally, I am sorry. sorry. Go he ahead. boner Matt. jokes all Make the time. Make your point. I'm anyway, sorry. I'm 12. So... Legitimately. Yes. I don't know. Everything fell flat, like I said. Um, but, yeah. I Oh, I am I just can't get over how bitter I, I, bittery, bitter I am over the fact that they didn't follow through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have just... It, you left a cliffhanger without payoff you know what i'm saying it's it for no reason I so guess. if you're gonna end a trilogy end a trilogy tie a bow on it and send it on its way like don't plant all these little seeds of oh this is what's gonna happen next no it's done so why the hell would you do that to us you know because that's just how unless he pulls like a george lucas and i'm oh, just kidding which I'm is make three more oh, which no, is no, why no. it's a little boggling to me that they discuss a little bit of info from the documentary. They discussed that they made these movies not like a Lucas-esque plan, mm-hmm. but they did them on standalone films. Which yeah. is, if you're doing that, then why are you... I think Nolan said that they they did it to set it up just in case for another director to take on. Yeah, and it's just kind of a fun but little like nod, little haha. Guess what? It doesn't promise anything, but it it's putting the carrot on a stick sort of idea. Like you expect something to come of it. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't know Robin wasn't called the Red Hood. That's a different character entirely. I now yeah, understand. Yep. But it would have been really cool if they made a movie. And I was thinking at the time of Robin sequel, and they yeah. called it the Red Hood or something like that, like the Dark Knight. Of course, but, I mean they made Robin freaking Batman. So, which that technically, if you're gonna do a, they didn't. You know, though. 
they 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 symbolize they've, it. They've kind of taken certain liberties with this trilogy that aren't true to form, oh, yeah. but it happens I, all the time. So I actually really I've heard questionable things about the movie. I think my opinion of the movie was sour before I started watching it a little bit. But I was still like, I still had that sense of going into it fresh because I hadn't seen it in like eight years. And I remember liking it at the time. Mm-hmm. And there's been just other things I've seen or read or watched criticizing it and whatnot. But I actually thought it was pretty solid. Like I said, I like how it brings back elements from both of the previous movies into one final climax. I like how they do the joke, the Joker, his excuse me the joker his kind of mannerisms and his strategies have kind of been adopted by bane in the Shad- league of shadows in that sense mm-hmm. and and but instead he's framing it as a liberation and not a subjugation mm-hmm. that stuff's interesting i love i i really enjoy how the title has some meaning to it yeah. not only in the music with with that one track that's uh, kind of yeah, yeah not only with that but also just, you know, Bruce rising to the occasion. He rises to be Batman again. John you know, again, Blake to rises Al- at the end. To Alfred's. Right. John Blake rises. Bruce rises. Literally Talia climbing out, out of, of the, the thing. Prison. You get the theme of why do we fall, Bruce, which I wish they didn't show that scene in the movie. Oh, I did. I like I, it. I wish they didn't show It's one of it those things circles. where I wish they would have hinted circle. at it. Because... When I show, I sent you that picture, remember? Yeah. And I thought it was so cool. I didn't know that they had that scene in this movie, so I thought it was something that somebody made up and th- saw the connection no, there I and, still and put it. the dots. But they still, they did it in the movie. They put it in, and it kind of bugged me. But uh, another thing you can think with rises, the Dark Knight rises. It's Batman taking up arms. And acting during the day in the film's conclusion. It's Batman coming out of the shadows, becoming, almost in that sense, since we made the connection in the last movie, White Knight and Harvey working during the day. He becomes sort of like a marble knight, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a white knight. He's a gray knight. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> there's a better word. But... Just him rising up instead of acting in the shadows. Everyone knows who Batman is. He's become the symbol of hope for Gotham. People believe in him and want him to come back. And now that he's back, he can show him. He's been vindicated, really, by Bane um, acknowledging what uh, Harvey, the truth about Harvey Dent through uh, Gordon's letter. Yeah. So that Batman's free. Like people now know that he's. Not the the villain. Oh yeah, so he rises up from the yeah. ashes. Yep, like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. There's another Harry Potter. Another thing, thing though, we got a question. You, you, there you go. You got a question. Uh, can why should we? Why should the people of Gotham trust Bane? They shouldn't. He's a maniac. So why well, would he's not? So at the same time, why would people believe him when he reads the Harvey Dent letter expose? When it could well, have, it could have just been made up, like he I, could have made all that up. He could have, but I, I don't know. I think probably a lot of people didn't or is he that believe persuasive? him. Probably a lot of people didn't believe him, but the right ones did. And then, you know, he released all the. It didn't matter because mm-hmm. he released Black Bat Prison. 
going into the theme of bringing both of the earlier movies together, you kind of get the same, Gordon's a badass. Until he's not. And then they kind of, they kind of introduce him back as the bumbling sidekick sort of thing, like with the, with the, the frequency inhibitor, whatever that Mm. keeps the bomb from going off. I kind you of know liked what I that. Thought was really cool. Is kind of out he, of his element again. How Batman revealed himself to Jim Gordon at the end when he's like, "We'll never know your name" or whatever, and he's like, "Sometimes it is a little boy coming to let him know the world isn't any." And then he flies away. And he's Bruce Wayne. I liked that. <laughs> I liked no. that. I liked but he that doesn't reveal. say. But he doesn't say it like it's a question. Bruce He's, Wayne. No. Yeah. He reveals himself almost the same way he did with Rachel and begins when he says a quote that they said to him. Mm. He turned, which is neat. He's That's the a Riddler. ring theory. He's the That's Riddler. That's awesome. That's Bruce great. Bruce Wayne, the That's Riddler great. Batman. That is great stuff. Yes, it is. Does he reveal himself to anybody in the Dark Knight like that? No. Just this one in Batman Begins. It bookends it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I am. It's the coat that defines me. I think is what he the original line was. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well, no, it's the coat that he gave to the homeless dude who Bruce. made Burlington Coat Factory. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice coat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I which I loved it. I, I loved think it. it's a solid. Com- solid. It's a lot of weird little plot holy. Type it's solid things, and competently but. made. It is. The timeline's a little weird, but other than that, it's fine. Cool how they brought the Scarecrow back for a little cameo. I did like that. Yeah, as the judge. That, to me, looked very out-of-this-world, kind of goofy, almost, again, Harry Potter-ish, just the way all the books and stuff are piled on top of each other. I was going to say dystopian. When you got this kangaroo court kind of going on, where I do like that. I like the set design. By exile. Yeah. And I love his suit. How it looks <laughs> it's like it's stuffed like with hay and yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they lost... Get the hood off him. We'll just put Scarecrow hay in his Was suit. It? I didn't... You I didn't notice that? that? No. Look it up real quick. I'm going to, but play us out. Play us out? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. This is the f- closing chapter, but not really, of our Dark Knight trilogy series. Um... You can listen to this episode and our last one, which was The Dark Knight, which I would be remiss to mention, to not mention, that released on Batman Day. Yesterday was Batman Day. Ah, yes, it was. So, that was fun. Got a new episode out on Batman Day that y'all could enjoy and to celebrate the Caped Crusader. You can listen to that and this one, like I was saying, on Podbean... YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and really any other place where you listen to your podcasts mostly. I found other websites as well where you can listen to it. Holy shit. He does have the that's cool. The <laughs> the uh, straw sticking out of his Yeah. And his our, suit. It's sticking out of his what? Oh. His suit <laughs> jacket. Uh, what? Hey, it's for horses. What did you say? But Pandora. Do we have to... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten a confirmation yet. Let me look okay. it up. Here, no, hold on. You do it after the show. No, I'll just look on Pandora right now and see if we're there. That's what I'm doing. 
It's, I mean, it's happening. Two hours later. We're not on there yet. Okay. You can get up close. Uh, you can get real Joel with us and intimate if if okay. you want to email the show, sequelmen19 at gmail.com, or should I say G. <laughs> Or you can follow us on Instagram at Sequelman the Podcast, Twitter at Sequelman19, or Facebook, the Facebook. And you just find us there. We're Sequelman. Sequelman the Podcast. That's what we are. And we're on there. Follow us. Give us a five-star review. Read a, uh, uh, write a review, and we'll, we'll read it on the show. And give us give us the old FB. Give us some feedback. Getting a little loosey-goosey over here. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Okay. Well, with that, Spencer, Joel, I can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast. All films are created sequel. Take care. Goodbye. Good night. I'm satisfied with my take, so. Well, I always love me satisfying smiling, though. So. I didn't think it was going to be that hard. Ah, that was easy. Bye. Bye. Ah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs>